go and top that. Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. that hey hey guys welcome back to top that which is the weekly pop culture podcast that we host where we chop up a variety of top five topics i'm here as always with nate and sabrina what up what's up what's going on this week dudes not a whole lot I just got back from what did I do? I just got done with work. Yeah, I was in Alaska. Was it cold up there? It was fucking freezing. How cold? Uh, I think it was seventeen degrees in Anchorage the second day I was there, and the wind was blowing too. It was negative twelve in Billings. Oh well, why don't you cry about it? It was fucking freezing. (laughs) It was kind of one of those things where like it snatched the air out of your lungs. The coldest I've been in was. Chicago night, it was negative five, and it hurts. It yeah. hurts. Yeah, shit hurts. Yeah. It's I couldn't cool. imagine the people that wasn't like with wind chill negative fifty somewhere recently. Chicago. Yeah, in the Midwest. Yikes. Yeah, it was the coldest. It was like what do they call it? An Arctic blast. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. Negative no. fifty. Yeah, I can't wait for the weather to start warming up. Imagine, imagine the next week when it was forty degrees, a ninety degree swing. It's huge. And it's still cold. Yeah. But it probably feels really warm. Yeah. No. Julian said it was t-shirt weather when it was like 30 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. That's what a lot of people I know that live in Alaska are like that. It gets so cold up there and they get so acclimated that when it becomes, you know, low 30s, 40s, it's still freezing out. There's still snow on the ground, but it's t-shirt weather. Tolerable. Light, yeah. yeah. It's light clothing, light jackets. Yeah. It's wild. I can never get acclimated to that. No, I couldn't live in a place that you have to deal with those temperatures on a consistent basis. Yeah, pass. This is how much of a fucking was I am in the cold. I've grown up in the Northwest where it rains all the time. I was born in it. I still get cold and my body hurts when it's below 50. The first uh, first time I step foot into Edmonton it was negative 30 and I had negative 30 I had to put my uniform over my face so I could breathe and when we got to the hotel there was just dudes in jeans and sweatshirts doing construction like that was a normal day for them it was negative 30 how don't you get like hypothermia yeah I don't know from what I've heard you just get you just get acclimated to it people in uh I dated a guy who lived in Chicago for a while, and he told me that uh, people's nose hairs freeze. That's how cold it gets there. I would die. That's stupid. I would die. Um, yeah, okay, so apart from the the cold weather, I was just recently in L.A. and Nashville, and that was fun. Nicer weather, a little warmer. There was flash floods in Nashville. Um, how was the food? Um, I didn't really eat anything out of the ordinary there uh the starvation diet no just normal food (laughs) no 
Um, yeah, I went to a Mexican restaurant there. So I want to so go to good. Nashville. Yeah, it was cool. Nashville was cool. Broadway, <laughs> where all the music is, like it's bar after bar after bar, and it's live music in every single one of them. I, I don't think it's Tennessee is a huge state, but it's got Memphis and Nashville who have multiple pro franchises for sports. It's a tiny ass little yeah, sliver of a state. Pro pro franchises are in weird places. Like Cleveland has two football teams. Or I Ohio. Excuse me. Ohio, yes. Ohio is a huge state. It's always like Ohio and California determine who's the president every year. Yeah, Ohio's not that big. I I don't ever think of Ohio for anything. No. Like Kansas City, another one. Yeah. Like who gives Missouri. a fuck about Kansas yeah. City? What's in Missouri? Anything? St. Louis. Missouri. Oh, okay. St. Louis is a big one and Yeah. Cardinals. Yeah. Uh used to be the Rams. Yeah. Not the Cardinals. Uh, the St. Louis. And the Chiefs. St. Louis Blues. And the Kansas City Royals who won the uh, World Series a few years ago. Yeah, so I guess they have sports, but I don't really ever yeah. think of them as like right. anything else. Right. But we're also not from that side of the country, so I guess we wouldn't, maybe. Still going? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's all good. Um, real quick before we get into what we're going to chop up tonight, uh, follow us on the IG, which is Top That Dude. Um, Instagram for all you old folks. Yeah. Or email us if you got a, if you disagree or got a good top five. We've been starting to get a couple of clapbacks from you guys. It's fun. Um, but you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about at all. And that's top that dude at gmail.com. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Podbean, hit the subscribe button. Really appreciate it. Uh, this week, we're doing top five TV shows we wish were still on the air. Wish would make a comeback. You know, open to interpretation. So like, not necessarily, you know. That's one and the same. Top five we wish was still on the air. Yeah, no, I know. know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, I know everyone back at home has got a good TV show they wish was still. The, the thing that sucks is when you find a good TV show on Netflix or wherever, and it's one that's been out for a while, you're like, oh, this is amazing. And then you binge it. And you get like almost a separation anxiety after you finish it. You get so attached to the characters. You're just like, uh, you have kind of a, I know there's a term for it for readers when they get really emotionally attached to a book and the book's over. It's kind of the same thing as with a TV show. So it's. It's like you're grieving them. You're grieving, you know, yeah. Cause you, you become a part of that family a little bit. Yeah. So. Did you, in your list, did you include, um, TV shows that were canceled abruptly or just ran their course or both 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 yeah because i got some yeah yeah how um, about you nate same no my maybe not canceled abruptly but didn't run their course yeah i don't think yeah like they they didn't have a conclusion episode if that like they didn't have a series finale yeah exactly they didn't have an episode where they're like, we know we're done. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. going out on our terms. It's over. Yeah. It was That's kind of like what I mean by ended. like kind of canceled abruptly. I mean, right, right. In my mind as a viewer. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, though, I, think though, I think those are better right there because it's, the ending's still open to interpretation. There's not an ending. Walter White definitely dies at the end of Breaking Bad. Uh, there's one on here that I it may have had a conclusion. I don't, I didn't follow it closely enough. 
didn't follow it closely enough that I know if it finished or not, but mm. I don't think it did. Yeah. But no, all mine, I have a couple in my honorable mentions that ran their course, but yeah. all the ones on my list, they weren't canceled or didn't have an ending. They didn't have an ending. Yeah. Those are so, to me, it's very upsetting when that happens. Um, one of mine, uh, definitely, I was so upset when I found out, and this, this was days before Hulu and Netflix, like, you couldn't binge it. I was watching it naturally on TV. And then I found out, by the time I'd watched the last episode, that there was no more. They had actually played it. It was in syndication. So I was watching the season as it was going along in syndication. And then I finally ended up back at the first episode. Isn't that nuts? Like, that's one thing I kind of do miss. I mean, I don't because it opens you up to freedom to watch things whenever you want. But I kind of miss that you have to be watching TV at this specific time to be able to watch this show. Absolutely. Like, I rem- the little routine. I remember... Even just, I mean, I guess now, fucking time goes by so fast, but the Friends finale, I remember, I think I was still in high school, and I remember being, like, perched up in the kitchen, sitting on the counter, watching on the tiny TV, because my dad was in the living room watching the big TV on something, and I was, like, glued to the TV watching the last episode of Friends, knowing it was the last episode, and I knew that it was going to be on that night. Yeah. Now, I was never a big Friends person, but I remember my teachers talking about how they were going to parties to watch this. And like, I just, I don't know. Do you guys remember TGIF? Hell yeah. yeah. I used to love that you like, okay, Friday, I yeah. gotta I gotta be home by 8 because right? TGIF is starting. Yeah. And I'm not missing it. I think that we are in a golden age of TV right now with streaming services and Netflix and being able to binge that because I went to film school to write and develop TV when eight years ago now. That's when I started. Eight years ago, that was before Netflix was Netflix. And uh, even just eight years ago, it was uh, the pinnacle of getting your TV show on the air was one of these three big networks. And now there's so many different avenues uh, to go. You can get it on YouTube. And, sh- and and anything um there's so many mediums you don't need help right you don't need you, a, you don't, don't need, need a, you don't need a network you don't need a recording company you it's don't, a diy age everything yeah. yeah the awesome thing about tv now is a show can get canceled like brooklyn 99 and be picked up by a different network the next day yeah or that, a streaming service yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. it's nuts to think how much netflix changed the game yeah uh, not only that, uh, DVD sales changed the game uh, because DVDs weren't uh, TV shows on DVD weren't a thing for uh, until like mid two thousands. Yeah, Family Guy got canceled and was canceled until it came out on DVD, and, and that was mid year skyrocketed. It was mid year. It was like June, July, and it became the highest selling DVD of that year. That's and nuts. That's when they brought it back. It's because Family Guy was gold. Such gold. I remember watching that when it first came out, and we were, in our house, we were Simpsons kids for sure. We were not banned from watching anything, so we were watching Simpsons from the early, early years, and that was edgy back then, and then when Family Guy came out, it was like, oh shit, what is this? It was so edgy and so ahead of its time, it just changed the fucking game. I was banned from watching shit, so I had to sneak it. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) 
How did you sneak it? At friends' houses? Well, I mean, I got left home alone. Oh, nice. I was mature. <laughs> mature. Should we get into it? Yeah, well, yeah. Let's. We're talking uh, about TV shows. Yeah, let's you, just get fuck, into our list. Start us off? Let's, talk, let's talk about why we're here. Or let's get into why we're here. Let's get into why we're here. Am I starting us off? Yeah, you want to start us off? Okay, my number five. It's the only one on the list that can't happen. It couldn't. It couldn't come back. As a writer, I'll make that distinction. I want the crocodile hunter. Okay, uh, that can't come back. I would well, like. I would. It can I would come back, up. but not with Steve Irwin. I know, yeah. but I mean, I want. I want an animal show that matches his style the way he did it yeah um because there's a lot of animal shows but a lot of them are kind of they're either really dorky or over the top or just i don't know they're not as good they don't fall into that happy medium right of entertaining and educational steve Irwin. uh, granted i'm sure that a lot of people that do these animal shows they absolutely love animals but steve Irwin was just so like you could tell it came out through his energy and how he did it, how much he loved all of them mm-hmm. and how much that love turned into knowledge and him wanting to like figure out how to help these things and make them better. And ugh, I just miss it. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, it, Steve Irwin died the Paul Walker way. He did. Yeah. He yeah. totally did. I thought, that's just, that's the you most... know how you talked about how you thought it was a joke with Paul Walker, like the way he died. Uh, that's, what crush, ha- yeah. that's what happened to me with Steve Irwin when somebody told me that he got stabbed you in the heart. You, you had to hear it from a few other people before you even like semi believed it. You're right. If yeah. someone was to tell me, yo, you guys hear that Alan Rickman just fell off a skyscraper? Bullshit. No, he didn't. We should have a diehard counter on our Instagram. <laughs> we totally should. <laughs> diehard counter, a dark night counter. <laughs> totally. Uh, for me, Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> the stick under the dress counter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, strip club shuffle. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, broken record. I know. I, I didn't talk about it last week, so I'm gonna talk about it this yeah. week. Um, yeah, but it's other than him getting chewed up by a fucking crocodile. That's about the closest ironic death you could get for him. It's true. I kind of wish he went out by the crocodile way. That would have been kind of badass but god i miss steve right i just saw um bindi and i'm guessing her brother yeah is it her their mom that is doing stuff with them too i think so yeah, yeah they were on it was a late night show Carrie? that's such a great name bindi that's that's such a name that steve Irwin would name his daughter bindi. and the the kids are great but i just there's no one not, i haven't seen anybody yet that's yeah. I feel like they're so universally perfect. liked, though. It's just such a good, like, yeah, love these sweet. They're, yeah, Absolutely. they're a beloved family. Yeah. Like, everybody loves them. Like, who hates Steve Irwin and his family? If you don't like the Irwins. I want to hear from you. So just stop why? listening. Yeah, no, no, no. email listen and stop listening. I want to hear why you don't yeah, like me the too. Irwins. Especially me, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me an argument why you don't like Steve Irwin. I would love to know. Because there's not many people I've ever run into that... You know, like you can be indifferent or whatever. Like, uh that's like I feel like he's in the Holy Trinity with Bob Ross and Mister Rogers. Ooh, I was thinking um, Steve Irwin was kind of not necessarily like a rock star, necessarily, but like along the lines of Anthony Bourdain, 
the way he traveled and loved it so yeah. much and wanted to learn about all the cultures and, you know, really made you excited for watching it. That's what Steve Irwin was like for who, me. Who did you say was in the Holy Trinity real fast? Bob, Bob Ross. Ross and Mr. Rogers. There's a Trinity's three, though. Steve Irwin. And Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. You're putting Steve Irwin with those two. Because I definitely put Bob Ross and, and Mr. Rogers in that. See, I, I was, I was when I said that, I agree with you on, on the uh, Anthony Bourdain part. I feel like it's the people that it their show is meant for, like Anthony Bourdain is meant for food and chefs and cooking people. Yeah. But his love of it and how he did it made it so that people who had no interest still wanted to watch it and Absolutely. got interested. Absolutely. Um, but with the Holy Trinity thing, I meant like, in Saints. terms of people that they you couldn't hate these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, gotcha. Sure. Yeah. I feel like he's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of like memes with them three and it's like they each have a like name for them, like love yourself, love your neighbor, uh, love animals or something like that. that. And it's like how to yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's a good yeah, I I could definitely have that show back. Like, I would love it if there was a Crocodile Hunter-esque person shot in the Planet Earth style. Oh. I got one for you. You ready for this? Yeah. Danny McBride. As, as the host? The Crocodile yeah. Hunter? Yeah. Dude, I could be into it. <laughs> Regular Danny McBride? It would be the same. Like... Give me Danny McBride from Tropic Thunder. Oh my god, Yes. Fuck yeah, I'm about to put some tiger bomb on this jungle's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, I mean a real life strange wilderness with oh, Danny McBride. Yes. Ooh, I just I could see him not not hundred percent foul mouth, but like, oh look at this cuddly motherfucker right here. Yeah. Look at his claws. So good. That would be really good. Yeah. A real like a strange wilderness steer- series starring uh Danny McBride. Where the only stipulation is he can only half learn about the animals that he's presenting. Like, he's got facts that he has researched that are actual facts and then cool shit that he thinks. Filler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Danny McBride. Uh, call us. Can we, um, we're going to trademark that now for intellectual property. <laughs> if anybody tries to steal that idea. Looking at you, Disney. Exactly. Dicks. Let's go number five. Thanks. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. You know, as of right now, until he gets replaced in my head, yeah, I, I, I do put him in that Holy Trinity. Thank He's you. He's a sweet man. He, he really is. Okay, uh, did you guys ever see a show? My number five is Stroker and Hoot. Never is that going to ring a bell to either of you? No. It was 13 episodes long on um, Adult Swim. Is that animated? Yes. So it was an animated uh, uh, buddy cop comedy. Stroker and Hoop. Yeah. Uh, but the caveat was they had a car that could talk and it had a personality. And it was uh, kind like of... Like Knight Rider? A little bit. But oh. but the, like they're in a shootout one time. They're like, car, where the f- pick us up. Where the fuck are you? And the car's like trying to pick up another girl or something like that. Like, <laughs> what's going on? What are you guys up to today? Or some shit like that. Car, we're gonna fucking die or something like that. So one of them was very nerdy. <laughs> one of the two dudes was very nerdy. He was, he wasn't voiced by Andy Dick, but it was very similar. Uh-huh. 
Like he's very nasally and just kind of like, hey, you know, where's the car at? We gotta okay. go. And the other, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other one was voiced uh, by John Glazer, who was Jam from uh, Parks and Rec. Um, and he was kind of like the hard ass type. Um, so it was, it was. They're both private eyes. And they, they got a car that can talk. It went thirteen episodes long. It was fucking hilarious. It was a good, um, you know, they had to solve a uh, mystery, and it was a little bit, it was on Adult Swim, so it was a little bit adult. Yeah, it um, was late night, kind of yeah. crude. Right, it was It was funny, it was hilarious. Yeah. All 13 episodes I dug, and it just kind of didn't get renewed after, th- after 13 episodes, so I love another run of that. Doug only had 13 episodes? What? Mm. Did you say? You said I dug, dug it. Oh, I dug it. I dug it, it only had 13 <laughs> episodes. Um, like Doug Funny? Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah, that's what I thought he said. Like it was like Doug. It only had thirteen episodes. I'd watch Doug if it was on again. Fucking it's scooter. On, it's on Hulu. Pork chop. Really? Yeah. Shut yeah. your mouth. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I watched the shit out of that tonight. Yeah, I've watched it. I was telling is Nate Rocco, earlier. Is Rocco's Modern Life on there? I don't know. <gasps> I'm not sure. I was watching Tiny Toons uh, the other night. Adult Swim has so many programs for me that are either zero or a hundred. Same. They're, I've they're either the way. funniest fucking shit I've ever seen or it's way or too weird. And it. I'm like, yeah. what the, what's going on? How many drugs were you on? Right. Like just the, I would love to be in the writer's room where someone pitched Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, I love it's that. It's so though. good. It's though. so good. And not only, it's just weird enough where, I mean, it's a show and like, you kind of understand, okay, the three, like, Inanimate objects living next to Carl. Um, <laughs> but at the start of the show, we're going to have a little skit with like the first couple of seasons is going to be a weird mad scientist and his yeah. professor. And the next couple of seasons are going to be these two like video game looking characters from space. And it's got nothing to do with the actual show, but it's like a quick teaser. 30 second. It's like, so weird. It's so bizarre, but it's funnier than shit. It's so funny. So what's the show? Um, I'm having a brain fart that Seth Green does. On Adult Swim? Uh, Robot Chicken. Chicken. Yeah, Robot Chicken. So I remember the first time I noticed that show, it was because I was watching late night reruns of Family Guy, and then Robot Chicken would come on after, and it would weird me out. I I didn't stick with it at first. And then I remember our older brother, Anthony, he, he asked me about it, and we started having conversations about it and how weird it was. And how both of us didn't really, like, we weren't really that into it. But then I started watching it a little bit more and paying more attention to it. And that show is so fucking funny. Yeah. I love Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken is hilarious. It's so funny. And it's so fucking random. There's, yeah. there's the no format, flow to it. The format is genius. Yeah. It's it's just a bunch of family guy cutaways. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's funnier than shit. Yeah. I love that it goes from a minute and a half little skit to a five second skit yes to a 30 second yeah there's one that i will never forget it's one of my favorites i don't know if you guys have seen this it's a gummy bear it's like voiced by exactly where you're going with this she's fucking skipping through a field she's like and you can't see it it's out of frame but she skips she fucking skips right into a bear trap (laughs) and so she goes from like this happy gummy bear to fuck motherfucker it's just beep 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 she like screams ah! yeah. and then she goes well i guess i gotta do it and like starts eating herself and she goes oh this is that bad yeah. and she gets through and she goes la, la, la. 
and takes one hop and hits another one and just screams and right as she screams it cuts to the next it's so funny the thing i i i know you're already going to be in agreement with me but the the best like sketch they had on that was the star wars one oh yeah where it's it's the it's they tied it into um Oh, but I have a great day today. How's everyone doing? And she's like, oh, hey, do you go to this bar? <laughs> My friend doesn't oh, like yeah, you. Yeah, no, yeah, I swear yeah, to God, that's, yeah, not what he said. that's not what I said. Yeah. I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Because that's, uh, that's such a good uh, fucking... What, it's a it's a funny route for that scene to have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever thought you know thought about because there's no backstory to that. It's no. just it's Luke in yeah. the actual Star Wars mind his own fucking business. Exactly. And my friend, I'm one of them three systems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how Family Guy and Robot Chicken on the Family Guy they always poke fun at each yeah. other. Yeah. Like when Family Guy did the, the multiverse, the, the Star Wars one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris and well, yeah. Robot Chicken did that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but who watches Robot Chicken? Yeah. Uh, Seth Green's pretty, uh, you know, he's got some clout. He was in the Austin Powers movies. Yeah, who says, oh, let's go watch Austin Powers? Seth Green's in it. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Fuck you. <laughs> I love that. So good. I'm going to have to, I wonder, can you find um, that show? Was it Hoop? Stroker and Hoop. Stroker and Hoop. I think you, uh, last time I watched it, I was on YouTube. I'm, I'm sure you can find that somewhere. You have to In check fact, that out. In fact, I have an app. The app is cool as fuck. Oh, app plug. Uh, we'll send you a check. Yeah, you, t- you type in, it's called um, Just Watch. You type in any show or movie you can think of, and it tells you what streaming service or how to watch it. So we're going to do this right now. So Stroker. Just watch in the Apple iTunes store. <coughs> Adult Swim, though, is it's got some underappreciated shows on there. Yeah, it's a definite uh, different, uh, I don't know if I would call it like a class of humor, but a style of humor for sure. And there's... It is. It's like, a, it's like fringe humor. Yeah, and I always, I definitely find comfort in people that have seen these weird shows and find them funny. Oh, yeah. I definitely think, like, if you've seen Robot Chicken or, and that's a pretty broad one, but if you like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, you know, I know that we're going to have similar tastes and humor and that we're going to get along. Okay, so I just tried to find Stroker and Hoop on the website, and I couldn't. And it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. I bet it's on YouTube. Stroker and Hoop. If anybody can find that, where that is, send us a DM or comment on one of our Instagrams. Email us. Let us know. I really want to see this. I would like to see a car hitting on some chicks when yeah. he's supposed to be around the corner helping his buddies out. That's, That's pretty good. good. Um, good. That is good. Uh, my number five is I'm bringing it back from the Snick years, um, Saturday Night Nickelodeon, and it's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, Derek, do you have this on your list? No, it's not on my list, okay. and the reason why I didn't put it on my list is because it is coming back. Well, there you go. Wish there we go. <laughs> uh, uh, say what you got. Say your piece real quick. Yeah. And let, me, let me. So we'll still talk about it. Um, I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark. TGIF is something similar to SNCC. If anybody out there listening doesn't know what SNCC was, it was a Saturday night Nickelodeon programming, and they had a series of, like, four shows on, just like TGIF did. 
and the final show, no matter what the other rotations were, were always Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it was, uh, it was a, a show about scary stories that people would share, and it, it, and they would they would portray these stories. It was the Twilight Zone for kids. It was an anthology. Of, I mean, it always was the campfire like. The, the story originated from like five or six different uh, storytellers. It was the Midnight Society. Yeah. And then they would try and scare each other. And then yeah, they, so would, they would all develop yeah, these own stories. They would, they would narrate these stories and it would go into an episode with real actors and they would, they would act out. And as a kid, a lot of these episodes were horrifying. I think that they were, gr- uh, I think they were done very well. For a kids network, I think that they were very scary. This is one. If if, if this is not number one, this is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's I loved the show. This yeah. piqued my. I loved getting scared, and this piqued my imagination so well. They um, they had great reoccurring characters. Yeah. in it they had um, every every uh, person in the Midnight Society. So Gary, the main dude, always had a. Uh, Dr. Fink. Dr. Vink. Vink. Right, And then, um, so later in this year in October uh, is the revival of the show. And the show has been off the air for like since 1998 or 99. It's been about 20 years. And it's uh, coming back in October, same month as It Part 2. Ooh. And obviously this is the Halloween month. So uh, I just, this is, this is absolute gold in my heart. I just hope you guys don't fuck it up. So another uh, show that's coming out that is a throwback to something from our childhood is you know that book Scary Stories you know that they're telling the yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing a movie aren't they yeah. oh is it a movie I thought yeah. it was a series no, it's, a movie. No, it's a movie it's a movie done by uh, written by, it's written the book was written no, by Benicio. Alvin Schwartz was it Guillermo del Toro yeah. Guillermo yeah. 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 Uh, the book, the, the, there's stories from that book that are fucking horrifying. Yeah. Um, I think I saw. So one of the scariest ones was the story called Harold. Um, did you guys read the book? Harold. I read, yeah, but it's just funny. No. I've heard you call so many people Harold, yeah, so you're being scared it's, by it's it. The, it's the story of two farmers, and they get so bored that they make like a straw doll, and they name it Harold, and it comes to life. I remember um, it. Yeah, and then they get so scared of it that they like, they're like, okay, it's time to leave for the winter, and they start walking down and they forget something, and they're like, oh, which one of us is gonna have to go back? And they draw straws to do it, and uh, Harold is alive and kills him. Yeah. Well, well the re- yeah, yeah, don't hold back. Don't like. Well, well, it's uh, Tell us what book came out ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> well, the end. They're both. They're both. They're both scared. To go back but like one of them draws the short straw goes back and he's like okay when i get to the top of the hill i'll just look back at the house and then i'll see you and, and he looks back and it's harold standing on top of the house laying out the skin of his friend what the fuck like he just this skin- is a kid's book oh yeah that yeah. that yeah. it was a scary book yeah and it wasn't it was very thin too it was just a series of short but stories the um there was two versions of the book because the illustrations were horrifying. Yeah, the illustrations were rough. And they were horrifying to a point where they had to tone it down. So that was the second version of the book where toned down. They were super like sketchy stuff. Yeah, very yeah, very yeah. crude. Yes. Yeah, it was crude. Yeah. But it, it very was... creepy. They were yeah, just unsettling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember the book. Yeah. 
Uh, there was like three or four different ones, like even more scary stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super scary stories yeah. to tell in the dark. Yeah. I and can't wait to see Guillermo's mind. I, I, this is who, this is number one who I would want, maybe Tim Burton. Ooh, yeah. Tim Burton, I feel like, would be a little too uh, lighthearted, scary. Yeah. yeah. He would be almost quirky about it. You, yeah. yeah. You need some good whore in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guillermo's yeah, going to Guillermo. do uh, I would take James Wan, who did The Conjuring. Um. Yeah, that would be like horror. Yeah. Yeah. yeah See, yeah. I feel like Guillermo though, like it's gonna be a little Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, where the, it's like the fantasy mystical. part of it yeah. is gonna be really well, but also scary at yeah. the same time. Because it's 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 fantasy. It's scary God. stories of Just, stuff that's not realistic. And there was good fifteen twenty page stories, and there was good like two page stories. Totally. There's one that was so creepy. Uh, there's a woman, and she was stressed out. There's three people in the house. It was her, her dying husband, and the nurse, and. She was like, didn't know what she was gonna do, and she didn't. Uh, She's looking out the window, and a hearse pulls up, and she she's scared. She's like, "What the fuck is this?" And like ten little gremlins get out and run into the house, and she's horrified, just looking out the window, and they leave carrying something, and that's when the nurse comes in and is like, "Your husband just died," like they're carrying a soul out. Oh, they came crazy! And, like, snatched it and shit like that. It's super creepy yeah and that's the end it was like that that's all that story was it was yeah he was on to something else guillermo his little like his mind that he has with all his monsters like i can't remember what i was watching but it was a behind the scenes maybe it was on one of the hellboys the number two what was that the, the golden army yeah the golden army um where they showed some of they interviewed guillermo del toro and had some of his sketchbooks I don't know if he sells them, but I, I want to get my hands on it. Yeah, because they look so, like, just the images they showed. All his, his mind is, I love people like that. Like, the Jim Carrey, like, just, Fantasy. you know, inside of there, it's just out What's there. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a big clout to this because, of this is this his first project since he won Best Director? Which it was only last year, right? What we do in the shadows or? No, or no. The no. Shape of Water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, shape of water. What we do in the shadows. I know. Right? I was thinking shape <laughs> yeah. of water too. Yeah. Um, it's the yeah, that was just like last year. Um, I'm excited to see that for sure. Um, I'm I'm excited to see that Are You Afraid of the Dark is coming back. I didn't know that. Um, I'm curious what they're going to do and if it's going to stay consistent with it being scary because I thought that they did such a good job back then. Did you see? Did you watch the Super Bowl this year? No, I was working. Uh, they had a good teaser. I knew it was coming out before that, but the teaser commercial of the Twilight Zone's coming out. Yeah, starring, I know that. Uh, yeah, and, and Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's let's double back. What, what can you narrow it down to? Your favorite? Are you afraid of the dark episode? Uh And speaking of, the, if you are listening right now, I know you watched the show. Plug in with your episode. What was the good one? I don't know if I could say off the top of my head which is my favorite or scariest one. Definitely the one where the kid gets stuck in the pinball game. Um, yeah. I thought it was scary. <laughs> the one where the there was the little uh, troll in the camera. Oh that, yeah, that's uh, that shipwreck from uh, uh, American Pie. Yeah. 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 Um, the Gremlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the creepiest score to that when it was like that when they would find yeah see the little the little gremlin in yeah. the photos. Um, everything with Dr. Vink was creepy to me. Uh, my the clown f- one. Yeah. Uh, which was one of the first ones. The, 
Which, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Laughing in the Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zebo the Clown. Yeah, Zebo, yeah. God, that was a creepy one. Um, my favorite one uh, was with Dr. Drake. It was Midnight Madness, where uh, it's the movie theater one. Yeah, that where, was a where great he one. Where comes. Yes, yes, yes. That was, that was one of the purely, they did that makeup so well on him. Yeah, that uh, was a great episode. Ugh. Okay, so now now that I'm thinking about it, another one of the ones that actually scared me that gave me, I mean, the heebie-jeebies, where the friend, the boy's friend died in the, like, the water flood accident while he was on the BMX bike, and he was like a ghost coming around. The, sh- the tail of the shiny red bicycle. Yes. Ricky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 That, that that one ended, it ended good, and then they threw you a sucker punch of creepy. Yeah, because the whole the whole story was he, this guy was blaming himself the whole time because his his friend falls over like a little like city waterfall. That's where like they had to drain water, and yeah. he like couldn't. He was holding on. He's like, "Don't let go!" And like he slips, and his bike and him go in there, and, and then they find his bike. It's all rusty and nasty not not until the end because it's he's ten years later. He's fine, but he starts seeing Ricky's ghost. Yeah, and he's starting to lose his shit. And then he, he, towards like the fourth or fifth time he sees him, he's like, what the fuck do you want from me? I'm sorry. I couldn't save you. And he's like, I'm not here for you. It's, it's your brother. He's in trouble. And then that's when like, he has to save him and like comes all full circle. And when he saves him, that's when he turns around and sees the, the, rusty, bike. the rusty bike. And the next day a fisherman finds Ricky's body. And he's like, some say he wasn't there because he wasn't, like, his time wasn't ready. Yeah, He yeah, had to yeah. make the save and shit like that. But that was a, that's a great episode. Yeah. Great episode. Did you ever watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, you're missing Dang. out. Dang it. I wasn't into horror stuff when I was younger. Yeah. Well, that's my number five. I definitely, I'm glad to hear that it's coming back. But that was one that, I, like, it, I watched it so much as a kid. And it was such a weird little scary movie. Like, you know, into it. All right, just let's sign. There's one episode with with uh, uh, Ryan Gosling and Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember it's that. The, the tale yeah. of one hundred four point three. It's the the, the radio afterlife scene. one. Yeah. Where Gilbert Gottfried is. <laughs> Gilbert he, he he goes from his Gilbert voice to like, welcome to one hundred four point three. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And but the best part about that was like the kids like I'm not ready to die. I'll just I'll give you. I got some money. He's like, what am I? What do I need? Am I gonna buy gum? What do, need, what do I need money for? Kid, I'm dead. That's good. <sighs> Nate, what's your number four? Uh, it kind of goes along with this one. It it has a movie coming out. Hopefully, I think soon should be. It's in production, but HBO's Deadwood. It is a fantastic. It's a western. It stars uh Sam Neill. No, no, Timothy Olyphant. Yeah, that's one. Who's the main guy? Sean, maybe? The main guy in Deadwood? Yeah. It's Timothy Olyphant. All right. Have you watched Deadwood? There's another main guy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, um, uh, the guy who's a, who played Blackbeard in part of the... Part Ian of the, McShane. Ian McShane. I was way he played, off. played Blackbeard. And, Ian uh, McShane. I've been telling you this whole time. Yeah. Well, I knew it was... Timothy Olyphant. Timothy Olyphant is the main dude. He's the sheriff. Yeah. But Ian McShane is also the main dude because he owns the pub that, like, he basically runs the town. I know what you're talking about now, and yes, you're very true, but when you said Sam Neill, I'm like, you're way the fuck off. Yeah, I, I know. I know. <laughs> I just didn't know where you are going with that until, because you've watched the show, obviously, more than I Yeah. Have. I knew you were going to put this on your list, too. This show is fantastic. It is good. Uh, we love Westerns. 
Do I? Yeah, maybe. It's a good one. Have you, uh, you haven't seen this, have you? No, That's I good. know what the show is, but I've never watched it. So I'm. It only was on three seasons, um, but I believe the first two are long. They're either ten or twelve. I want to say they're twelve episodes long. And the premise is. Those are rookie numbers. You got to yeah, get those numbers those up. up. <laughs> but they're hour long, and I mean, it, the stories they tell. It feels like it was longer than only three seasons. Yeah. And it's the the premise is the show it's in a town called Deadwood, which is basically like a, a prospecting town. It's like when people were moving west, they set up these towns because you have to. And yeah. when you're starting them, there's no laws. There's no like. It's the fucking it, wild west. It's the wild, literally. It's yeah. the wild west. So it's about one of these towns called Deadwood where it's just lawless. And Ian McShane's character, his name is Al Swearingen, uh, he runs the the local pub and it's basically like the blood life of the town. So he basically runs the town. Timothy Oliphant comes in and is elected sheriff, I believe. And it's just them working together slash battling each other slash like stuff happening in the town. It's fantastic. It's it, a great Western. Isn't it a saloon slash whorehouse? Yeah. Yeah. yeah aren't they all saloon right. slash whorehouse? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, it's, yeah. It's basically the same exact place in Westworld where uh fanny newton works yeah yeah i mean that's what i mean like most western settings like there's not that many different dynamics going on like the 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 saloon i feel like is always kind of the central there's a saloon a general store uh a cop shop yeah a cop shop and then like where you can like get your mail and shit yeah yeah, yeah. there's no barber shop where you get fucking play balls and talk shit seth mcfarland there's also a mustachery yeah exactly (laughs) uh and it's just the whole show is great. It deals with them setting up the town. It deals with new people coming in and the town growing and how like these people that have been there for years that haven't really had rules now have to like adapt to these new people in and see what they're about. Yeah, it's great. And it left. It was one of those that did abruptly end. There's no ending to it. Um, supposedly there's a movie. Yeah, there's been a movie that's been greenlit and off greenlit for yeah. a couple of years now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? And been, revivals in the mix, and then there's a movie that was. Has to there end been it. reasons why they canceled? Just production hell. Oh. Oh, why the show canceled? Do you know Nate? Well, I don't. Either. I mean, but I don't know why the show was canceled. Um, I feel but, like that's something we never really find out unless. Yeah, it's a popular known reason why. Right, because there's when Brooklyn Nine Nine got canceled for the first time. It wasn't because of low numbers. Yeah, yeah, which was weird. And uh, King of the Hill had high numbers, and I got pushed out for um, the Cleveland show. Well, that's probably because Cleveland show came out when Family Guy was hot. Yeah, wasn't it? right. Didn't it? They're probably banking on the success. I'm pretty of that. sure you're the sole supporter of King of the Hill. You're Derek. retarded. Okay, do you know? <laughs> well, do, I, do you, the the we talked about the Dana Carvey show and how that had a whole litany of good writers. Yeah, King of the Hill did the same thing. That that spurned The Office. I know. And, I know. I'm just giving you shit. I'm on Derek's team. I think King of the Hill is better than Cleveland Show. I'm just saying at the time. Yeah. When that got pushed out. The network was probably no. Right. I agree. Seth, Seth MacFarlane could have taken a shit in a box. And yeah, put it in <laughs> Mark to guarantee yeah. Yeah. exactly. It's, but I mean, they um, when those when after Family Guy and Family Guy had a success, they wrote him a hundred million dollar check. Um, Yikes! To say, all right, give us give us X amount of more seasons of this and give us two more shows, and that's when he came out with the Cleveland Show and American Dad. And American Dad's killing. American Dad American is fantastic. Dad is gold. Yeah. I fucking love that show so much. So it's 
um, and the Orville's good too. I love the Orville. Yeah, I, I I'm a big subscriber of the Seth MacFarlane brand. Same. Me yeah. too. Same. Absolutely. He's so so talented. It's crazy. Very good. Just his Stewie voice is yeah. so good. And I, and I love the the show has absolutely jumped the shark of what it once was. Every character is almost at a complete 180. Brian used to be the voice of reason. Now he's just this liberal, like whiny little bitch. Stewie was death to America, and now he's very like homoerotic. And then the best episodes are just him and Brian running around town doing adventure shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree. I think I'm all about Seth MacFarlane, but bringing it back to Deadwood. If this movie does come out and you have HBO and you even just kind of, if you like Westworld, watch this show. It's three seasons. Binge it like on a couple weekends. It's it's very very good. Worth it. Yeah, it's incredibly. It's one of the more graphic shows, but um, I'm gonna have to it's, check it out. It's very. It's, really, it's good. It's like it. the I drama like, yeah. in it. If you like drama too, it's, I like drama it's, and I like westerns. It's a draw. It's a drama in a western setting. Yeah, it's great. Nice. Yeah. Very good. That is good. Okay, to bring on to piggyback off yours, I'm, uh, I think the reason I didn't put Are You Afraid of the Dark on mine was because I knew it was coming back, but I have something very similar to that. Do you remember the show Beyond Belief? I do not. Uh, so it what was. What network was it on? Um, uh, NBC, maybe. Um, One of the big three. Was this yeah, like a Ripley's the... Believe It or Not type show? No. Um, it was definitely a Twilight Zone type thing, and the 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 hook of the show was um, it had a host. What's it called again? Beyond, Beyond Belief. Beyond Belief. And it was like five short stories, and some of them were true, and some of them were false. You have out there shows on your list. I love it. Yeah. So this one, this one was it, there was like a hint of creepiness behind it too, because you would watch all you would it would go one two three four five, and it would be bizarre stories. And then at the end, he's like, okay, do you remember the show? Uh, do you remember the episode at the start where the little lady uh, runs through a wall and she has no idea? That one was true. And uh, like, and then he's like, and then. I f- this is ringing a little bit of a bell. Yeah. Beyond belief, fact or fiction. Yep, that's it. Nice. It's and got an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. It was fucking amazing. Nice. There, what years was it on? Uh, late 90s, early 2000s, I think. What, what do you got, Nate? Uh, I'm trying to. Look, Nito, what years was this on? There's uh like one of them, I forget the real story behind it, but like these kids lock one of their friends in a closet. He's like, please don't do this, please don't do this, and then they like the mom runs in and he's like, what are you doing to my son? And they open the closet, and he's gone. I uh, think I do remember. I remember the sh- true story premise. No? True story. Oh fuck. Yeah, I don't remember like the whole like. Yeah. The, obviously, there's more to that story behind yeah. it, but um. There are some creepy stories behind that. If you guys get a chance, I think there's someone you need to I love weird but true. You're right, no, no, and that's why it was so good because it was yeah. like, oh shit, is this real? Yeah. And so, so this was the first episode was in '97, and it ran for four four seasons and ended in 2002. Oh shit. So yeah, every every. So you weren't even in high school yet by the time it was no. over. Yeah, I was 2002, 2003. Yeah. was my freshman year of high school. It was hosted by uh, Josh Brolin's dad, or maybe James older brother. Brolin? James That's Brolin. Dad. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. yeah. Hosted by James Brolin. Don LaFontaine was on it. Um, and then when it would go back, Christopher so, Titus. Nice. So, sometimes I it love would, that show. Sometimes Titus. it would be a, a funny show. It would be a hard cut 
um, from like the episode to James Brolin. Yeah. And it would be, it would have almost like a creepy score behind it, and it was just him, like. They, they, they I feel like oh, there was I a there was a, a kind of a theme of the whole unsolved mysteries Dateline mm-hmm. kind of a yeah post we're telling a story yeah. kind of an idea, and I'm creepy James Brolin with a deep dark voice. Yeah, and, definitely it was on the unsolved mysteries type shit. Yeah. They were fucking entertaining. Super I remember entertaining. dad watched Unsolved Mysteries all the time and that scared the shit yep, out of me. That's him. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing this now, I definitely, I remember this show. Um, I miss that show and that show used to low-key scare the shit out of me. Nice. I love I shows that scare the shit this, out of me. Same. I, I really like to get the shit scared out of me with... There's something behind that. I yeah. don't know what it is, but I, I, I also love it. But I'll, I do have a hard time finding things now... That actually scare me. That's why I like James Wan so much. The Conjuring scares the shit not, out of me. First Paranormal know. Activity, first time watching it. Whew, get out See, of here. See, that did not scare me at all. You watch it in a wrong sense, though, because you, me, and Dad watched that, and you and Dad just ripped it apart, just, laughing and shit like that. No, Derek. You gotta said, watch it alone. No, Derek set it up. This is the scariest movie I've ever seen. It is. Fuck that movie was scary. You crazy? My dad and I watched it together, and both of us were like laughing throughout the whole movie you guys have a boner for tearing up my reviews no no no! it had nothing to do with that no bullshit if i was to tell you like hey check out this cool nature movie called the revenant and you're like no that sucks who you're going down a rabbit hole of taking it way too personal (laughs) way too personal (laughs) to me the paranormal activity movie was so over the top like obvious like like special effects and like tricks and stuff. The first one? Yes. They barely used any. That it was me, just noises and fucking little things going ding ding. It was shadows. Noises and sounds. That, that oh my up. god. That movie did not scare me not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. I was not that, not even moved by I wa- that. I What's say, a scary movie to you? Um I want to say Paranormal Activity is the most uh, successful independent movie of all time. No, I agree. I Everybody, I remember the hype yeah. about it for I sure. The first time watching it, it was by far the scariest movie I've ever yeah. watched. Yeah. In my opinion. When uh, she gets drugged down the hall, that raised the every sounds, single hair on my the body. Sound, the fucking bang that's in yeah. the fucking living room when you're in your room. Get the fuck out of here. Because yeah. that happens. <laughs> that shit happens. Yeah. You, everybody has had, everybody has a story yeah. where you're laying in your the bedroom. Fuck is here? Yeah. And you go, there's a fucking person in my house right now. And you go out there, you're terrified. You're peeking around the door, you're flipping on lights because you think there's someone out there. And there's not. What the fuck was it? Was it in your mind? You don't know. <laughs> it might be a fucking devil that lives in your attic that your fucking little cousin kid talks to. Is she God? No. Yeah. So, <laughs> what were you gonna say? What's the scariest thing you seen? The, the only kind of scary movies that have actually like stayed with me that I remember being so put off by that like made my skin creepy. House on a haunted Haunted hill, Hill, obviously, because the the creepy fucking glitchy movements that that to me was like a new thing, and I was like, fuck that, fuck all that. And especially that camera scene. If you're looking Ugh. through the lens of a camera yeah. and you oh, all yeah. of a sudden see fucking a ghost in there. Get out. It's not I'm even that. That would fuck me it's up. It's not even oh, that yeah. it's a ghost. It's they're doing a surgery. Yeah, they're doing a surgery and they look at the thing. Ugh. So that one freaked me out. And then um, the new Amityville horror kept mm-hmm. me up. 
Like, I couldn't sleep the night yeah, I saw that, that one. Yeah, those ones are bad. That one scared the um, And then... Uh, that's pretty much it. Like, The Grudge was sort of scary the first time I saw yeah. it, but then I watched it again, and I was like, oh, this is crap. The, the, ring, the, ring, scared right? yeah. the ring scared me. The ring didn't scare me. That one me. didn't get me either. Yeah. It's the ones that, like, the conjuring's bad for me yeah. as well. The ones that I believe can actually happen, The Sixth Sense is one of the more scary movies yeah. See, for me. That still. Doesn't, yeah. That doesn't scare me, not even in the slightest. You, you are telling me... <laughs> That if a kid walked by your room while you're sleeping, no one else is here. Your your mom, they're gone. You're home alone. Fucking kid walks by your door and goes, "Hey, Sabrina, I want to show you my dad's gun." Of course, and then he walks by his fucking duh. Yeah, in the back of his head. Look what you made me do. Oh my god! Of course, if that happened to me, that would fucking I would shit my pants. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen to you now. No, but. When I'm watching a movie, I'm not thinking that I'm in this in the first person, you know? Like, I'm not like, I'm here doing this. Like, I'm watching a story played out. Whatever. Um, yeah, beyond belief. We're going down <laughs> some rabbit holes. Yeah, this is going to be another long episode, but I hope you guys stra- strap, in. Us. <laughs> strap in. Strap in. I feel like I haven't been able to run. Get your uh, fill, everybody. <laughs> I feel like I haven't been able to run across uh, many people in my life that saw Beyond Belief. So if you've seen that, please chime in. Tell me I'm not alone. This is, I hope this spurs everybody looking up all these fucking shows because I know for damn sure I'm going to be looking up these shows yeah. and trying to watch them. Especially <laughs> yours. You got weird. Yeah. Stroker and Hoop. You got weird childhood. <laughs> yeah. Stroker and Hoop sounds like yeah. porn. I can't wait. It totally does. Well, that's funny because one of their episodes, they get drugged by the <laughs> oh, by uh this like this this porn kingpin in LA. Oh my god. And they get they get drugged into and they make their own porn called Stroker and Boob. Oh my god. <laughs> I love adult swim. It's good. God. Um, All right. Give us your okay. four, Bruno. We're giving our four. So my number four is not a show that had a series. It was like a yearly special. And it was the MTV Rock and Jock basketball oh. game. I don't know this. Bill Bellamy with a 50 So, for those of us who were not banned from watching MTV as children, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Um, Nate had strict parents. Um, it's the devil's TV. Um, <coughs> the Rock and Jock game was a game between musicians and celebrities, and they would play basketball. So, it was rock stars and jocks. And so they would have athletes mixed in and they would have two teams and they would play against each other. When did they play this? Like what? Like late 90s, this was like, 2000. No, yeah. no, no. I mean like what time of the year? Because you said it's, this had, it was kind of like the All-Star game, It's right? very, it's, think, of the, think of the All-Star game with a couple of XFL rules. I think I remember this. Yeah. I think so I remember this. Like one, I like loved late, it late in the game, they'd bring up this 40-foot uh, uh, basketball hoop way up in the sky. And if you hit it, it was 50 points. Yeah, it was, it was like <laughs> the, the circus. Yeah, you could switch teams for a split yeah. second. Yeah. It was so entertaining. I remember Bill Bellamy hit a 50-pointer to win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so entertaining because they would have the MTV VJs were playing. They would have, like, you know, a couple of members of NSYNC on there. Britney Spears was in there, you know, like, on a year. They had all these freaking just major huge rock stars and celebrities 
playing a game of basketball against each other and it was so entertaining and they I, have dunk contests and you know all the shit i would watch that if they pick just nor like they aren't necessarily good at basketball like i don't imagine that britney spears is good at basketball no and that's why it was good because yeah the, they weren't all athletes they weren't i would watch that yeah it was so entertaining and i that i know so many people think that the golden years of MTV were, you know, in the 80s when it started, when they were still playing all the music videos. But I think that, to me, the golden years are were the 90s of the MTV because they were still playing music videos for sure. Like, tons of them. But they were playing dance shows. Like, The Grind was on. Yeah. They were they started getting into animation. And Beavis and Butthead was huge. Aeon Flux, the nighttime shows. Daria. Head, Daria. All of that shit, Sorry. and they had singled out, and they had all these events throughout the year, and Rock and Jock was one of them. Yeah, and I fucking loved it. I look MTV Spring Break. Yeah. I look forward to that every single year, yeah. and I was in like sixth grade. Yeah, MTV Spring Break was the shit. Oh, it was awesome. MTV Spring Break was my first introduction because I do remember I would sneak TV shows. Oh my god, I remember they had Beavis and Butthead as as. That show still slays me to this day. Totally. Yeah. Shout out Rochelle Westerland. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this. Me and Rochelle would stay up till three, four in the morning watching Beavis and Butthead all night long. They they had Mike Judge, who was the creator of that show, and the voice of Beavis. At least Beavis. He's probably the voice of both. Uh, Howard Stern had him call in. And they they had him prank Buckingham Palace. They got him through to Buckingham Jesus. Palace. And like you know reception and like buckingham palace not gonna help you and then beavis's voice is like Cornelio. is uh sam there <laughs> and she knows she she knows it's a fucking ruse the whole time and she's like dude i'm i i need to hang up wait wait wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, okay okay sam there though <laughs> so dumb mtv um, spring break was my first introduction to like college could be cool Oh, really? Yeah. That was what got you there? That, that yeah. was still, nice. like, all the girls in there had that super high-waisted bikini with yeah. a long ass. way up here. Like, it was the I get around Nobody was twerking, but everybody was gyrating. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone had the weird hip <laughs> yeah. movements. Yeah. Everyone looked like they were in a Santorini music video or some shit. Yeah. I, just I loved like, it. I loved it. They all looked like Giovanna Ribisi at the end of 10. <laughs> Children be yes. Exactly. That's how they all moved. I loved MTV Spring Break. So the rock and jock game every year was so entertaining to me because we were a sports family and obviously a music family. And that was like the culmination of all of our worlds together, like fucking sports, athletes, musicians, all playing fucking this weird, bizarre, no rules basketball game. I'm going to try and stay off the rabbit holes, but just the, the fact that you said the culmination, I think when Seth Meyers hosted the ESPYs. And he's like, a night where entertainment and sports comes together, kind of like a Kardashian sister's bedroom. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone everyone died, and they just panned at Kim, and she was straight-faced looking at him. Very good. That's a good one, though. Yeah, it's on an actual TV show, but it was on every year for quite a while. We'll count it. That's the 50-pointer. Sabrina hit the 50-pointer. I almost wouldn't want that to come back, just because we're at a point where, like, I, I see people... Like I saw some the other day, like, oh my god, this is going to be hosted by Jacob Sartorius or something. Like, who the fuck is that? You don't know who Jacob Sartorius is? No, it just like, 
we are getting to a point in age where we're starting to fall off of pop culture, especially the new hot shit. Because it comes out so fast. Exactly. And we it's don't care It's hard to keep anymore. up. Yeah, and our, yeah, our give a shit is broken, so... It could still be fun, but I, I, I still would like to see it. I, need- I would too. I love the like the all star basketball the thing, games, yeah, I mean, or I mean, celebrity I, softball game. Here's the, here's the thing about that though is tell us the thing. It, it, it's every generation it gets recycled. Where uh, if the Simpsons said it was said it best, I used to be with it until they changed what it was, and now what it is is something that's scary and weird to me. <laughs> It'll happen to you, and that's Grandpa Simpson talking to Homer when he was little. It's so true. True, but at the same time, we're in a different generation. We're like, like we're still doing our thing. We're still like cool as fuck. That's not going away. Like our our like cool generation is still cool. Yeah. Like it's it's changed so much. The scariness is gone. The weirdness is still there, but to me, the scariness isn't there anymore. And it's not like the the being old a of trying to get this out the right words older aged people when we were kids were settled down so much younger than what we are now right so we're not living this weird i'm out of the loop lifestyle we're still in the loop but we are way more curated we've curated our loop we don't care about all that stupid shit right and it's just weird shit. Like, the only thing I think we're not into is the weird kids that are, like, doing the Fortnite dances and dabbing and, like, flossing. It's the young, the very yeah, young the stuff. super young. Yeah. Like, and, and the baby shark shit. But, That's about it. But we're still somewhat in the loop. We're not out of the loop of social media and things that are popular and, you know, stuff that's... You know, we're not settled down right. with kids in a family and totally checked out. It's like, because we're the we're the bridge generation. Yeah. We had the old, and we also were around and still young with the new. Yeah, the the amount of change isn't as drastic between our generations and the next ones because we're able to follow it because we were a part of that change. Exactly. Whereas our older generations, the dr- the changes were much more drastic. Perfect explanation. Perfect mm. explanation. Um, well, with that bridge. We'll go down to number threes. Number three, actually, this was a, a recent ad for me. And it's because I talked to Sprina earlier about this. It's because I watched a movie recently and realized how much I missed this goddamn show. And that's Reno 911. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. This is the one. I don't know if it actually had a conclusion, if it ran its course or not. But goddamn, I just watched Reno 911 in Miami, the movie, not too long ago. Holy shit, that show is so good. The show is so fucking funny. So uh, funny. Nick Swartzen. Terry? Oh my god. <laughs> who's who's the blonde that's the mom on the Goldbergs now? Oh. Is it Beverly something? Or is that her name in the Goldbergs? I can't remember. But that, I don't know any of Her names. character is so funny. Niecy Nash is fucking gold that, on that. Shout all out Niecy Nash. All of, all them. of them. Who's, who's the big stocky black dude? I've, he's yeah. been, in a, he's met, been in a few things. I've met him. Uh, a couple times actually. He's dope. Yeah. Obviously, Dangle. You're just way too cool for us now, huh? Yeah. Would you stop saying that? <laughs> yeah. I hate you for that? She's had Kevin Farley look at her fucking story on Instagram Shut a couple. The hell yeah, up. yeah, and, and Horatio just been flossing on us. I'm not flossing shit. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She just texted to us and she goes, oh "What God. have you fucking losers yeah. done today?" It'll be I something like, "Hey guys. guys, I don't think I heard record today. My mom died. Oh well, Kevin Farley looked at my story. I hate you both." <laughs> You guys suck. Uh, but they've th- those. I think everyone's had Cedric like, Yarbrough, Missy yeah. Nash, uh, Thomas Lennon, Dangle. Yeah. yeah, 
Lieutenant so Dangle. New boot scooting. <laughs> New boot scooting. <laughs> I fucking love him. Uh, Carrie Kenny. Wendy McClendon yeah, that's who it is. is who you're talking about. Carrie Kenny is so funny. Is she Trudy? Yes. Yeah. That's the only so, one. Trudy is. Did oh you guys ever God. watch The State? No. Yeah. I know you have. Yeah. <laughs> that The State was a show that was deep, really deep in the MTV years, and it was only on for maybe one or two seasons. But she was on there. Carrie Kenny was on there. I think Thomas Lennon was on there. Um, there's a few of these people that were definitely a part of that kind of like that idea we we're talking about that these shows facilitated these like writers or successes at other places that didn't succeed that much but the state was you would have liked the state because it was weird fucking off-putting humor kind of like read on i love yeah. was so fucking funny I just like it's such a good idea for a show too because i mean everybody loves cop shows and everybody loved cops yeah if you if you say you don't love cop shows you're lying to yourself because the cops is the greatest show ever and to have a mockumentary cops with people that are hilarious and almost a little bit like a, a turned up but a little bit of that dry almost best in show type yes it, that's a perfect description just of that. turned it up a little bit yes. to where it's a little more in your face and oh it's so good and nick swartzen shout out to nick swartzen you're you're a fucking weird dude in the best way. It's so good. Terry is one of my favorite characters. The oranges episode where he's fucking, he's got a bags of oranges and he says he's passing them out at red lights, but he's really giving hand jobs. <laughs> it's so fantastic. If you guys, the have... way that 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 Nick Swartzen has incorporated the word fart into his vocabulary and just, diarrhea, yeah, just casually and <laughs> so it's he executes that extremely well. For all you Nick Swartzen fans at home right now, if you haven't YouTubed A Day in the Life of Nick Swartzen. That's my favorite Nick Swartzen yes. project he's yeah. ever done in my entire life. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, so I'm not going to go through it. Just just watch it. Do yourself a favor and watch it. You'll. It's only a couple minutes If long. you're not a loser, you'll yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. It's and good. the fact that he's such a huge Minnesota sports fan. He's a huge Vikings fan. Yeah, huge Vikings. When, when uh, the miracle, uh, Stephen yeah. Stephen Diggs' miracle, he yeah. shit his pants. Yeah. And a good I mean, why, who wouldn't? I know. It's great seeing diehard fans like that. Right. Yeah. That uh, pay off. If anybody at all has any connection to Nick Swords, and I'd love to have him on here. Top five diarrheas. Right. I would. Top five he- Top five farts. Yeah, top five farts. <laughs> Derek's got a couple. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Number five. How do you have timing like that? I think that was number three right there. Jesus Christ. Um, i saving that. Yeah, speaking of top three farts, um, my number three is the newsroom. You cock. You're an asshole. Do we all three have that? I knew it's that my was going to be the one. Hold on. Hold on. It's my number two. Wow. I think yeah. this is the first time we've had something All three of us have had this. This was the one. You know how I told you I thought I had one, and then the second one I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the one that we're yeah. all going to have? I was right. I knew this was going to be the one. Well, now I feel like I'm going to have my next one is everybody's going to have. Okay. Well, we're just just on house rules, I'm obviously going to table that. Uh, okay. I, can, I can slide another one in, too. Since we all have it, well, I can slide another one in. That we can so you, it was your number one? It's my number okay. one. Let's, so, let's, so let's talk about we'll it on your number two. It. Yeah, table it to we'll your table number two. Table it to my number two, and then if you can sub out your one, I'll sub out my two. I'll move my two up. And Here, here's one. what I, here's what yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do then. Um, let me let me 
chop it up yeah, real quick. Yeah, let's time out for a second. Or, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, we don't need to time out. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll just throw in a little uh, um, honorable mention right here. It's... Yeah, give it a... Give, let's give you, it a brief. Did you, Brittany, did you... I know, Nate, did, did you watch Maniac? Ooh, yeah. I didn't watch all of it. Fucking amazing. And it's a series, and I'm heartbroken that it's a series and it's wrapped up because that could be reopened in my limited opinion. Limited series. Yeah, yeah, it's a limited series, but... The whoever did the score on it killed it. The sound engineering is yeah. unreal. So I hope that when award season comes through, that scoops. Which is now for TV though. One of the Emmys, yeah. isn't that the Emmys? Yeah. Well, they're doing. They've done SAG Awards. They've done Academy Awards. They just did the Grammys. Uh, Oscars are coming. Let's look. Um. Regardless, it's um, that was something that almost kind of made me sad when it was over. Or they did Golden Globes, not Academy. It, it it was a perfect mix of fantasy and because when I like to write, that's the kind of like shit that interests me and inspires me. And, yeah. Um, I hate that that's over. Emmys might be in the fall. I feel like there's more. It is involved. deadline uh, entries is May sixth. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just just a. Plug in pre- mention. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I want Maniac. Back. I I enjoyed that show. I don't think I liked it as much as you two did. I definitely enjoyed it though. I love the dynamic between Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Yeah, I I think they have great chemistry. I love their interactions together. I, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. I, I, we were saying it's awesome to see someone like Jonah Hill become the actor he's becoming. Yeah, after, I mean, from our initial, my initial introduction to him was super bad. Mine too. Yeah, I don't, let's, I can't let's remember table him. Jonah Hill talks for a future. Okay. <laughs> see on your hot, not hot. <laughs> um, so, Brina, you were number three. Uh, my number three is... Did you guys ever watch the show Las Vegas? No. Okay. So Las Vegas was a show. I don't know what network it was on originally. Um, give me one hot second here. Nito. Nito, can you look this up? Oh no, you got it here. Um. So, the description of this show. Welcome to the Montecito Resort and Casino in Las Vegas where you can do anything you want. But Ed DeLine, who was played by uh, James Kahn, he was the manager of the casino, and his crack surveillance team will be watching. Just remember, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Now, I think I remember this. Now I remember the show. I still didn't see it, though. Josh Demel, James Kahn. This was on like NBC or something. So, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they moved it into syndication, which is where I started watching it on FX. And wow. FX beats shit into the ground. Yeah, yeah. And so they would play it over and over and over. And so I watched the whole entire series on FX. Vanessa Marcel was in it. Molly Sims was in it. James Kahn, Nikki Cox. Um, and then eventually James Kahn left and Tom Selleck. <laughs> came in as the head guy yeah it was such an entertaining show tom selling they had it was like it was like the light-hearted csi in vegas yeah yeah like, exactly they had shit going awry in the casino 
whatever happened and they would fucking figure it out like it was like a mystery or whatever they would have special guests and like celebrities and music you know that's where josh demel met fergie who he ended up marrying (laughs) crazy yeah was on set on that show um it was so entertaining so entertaining so when we were talking about shows that didn't give you the finale this show is to me was the worst executed on that they had josh demel and molly sims character end up getting together in during the series and they end up getting pregnant and she is almost basically damn near about to have labor and there's something happens where somebody i can't remember right somebody shoots a gun somewhere something fucking happens and all of a sudden it's the baby it it insinuates that something's happening to her and that there's blood everywhere and she's obviously cliffhanger full term pregnant and then it's done they don't do one episode after that they just ended it that was it not even like this is our finale it was that was it oh that's I wanted pretty good. To rip my hair out, I was it's like so, a Sopranos ending. Oh, I was so mad about it, so mad. Damn. Yeah, and then later on, I heard that that in some other series that NBC or whoever the original network was, they did a little like special, like put Josh DeBell and Molly Sims with the baby carriage, like in the background of a scene of another show, to like say hey they had the baby cat tip yeah like they're safe and sound That's they cool. probably got so much hate mail probably it was probably real mail too yeah <laughs> like, do you, not know, even do you know in like the 60s when um soap operas were a real thing people like stay-at-home wives at home didn't know how to differentiate and they would write in like can you see that jack is cheating on you he's not the right guy for you Jesus like they didn't know Christ. it was a fake. Sh- like they didn't it's know soap operas are Joey fake. fucking from oh, yeah. um, Friends. Yeah. His fucking fans <laughs> thought it was real. Christ. Yeah, that show was so good. Yeah. So good. Uh, I like James Cam's brand. I'll, I'll watch uh, anything he's in. He did such a great job in that show of playing tough boss, but also tender, like role model, father figure, like everything. He wasn't, you know the james con we know of like the godfather years like i'm just gonna fucking beat my wife up and you know shoot some people (laughs) (laughs) he was it was really good everybody in that show was really good you got really connected with the characters um i would love to not necessarily i could deal with the show being gone but the way that it ended i want it back so i could have closure right one more season yes finish things off for me exactly so you left me hanging there with blue balls and too now, much yeah way too much take me to the hospital nobody likes this blue balls no top five blue balls uh email us yeah oh All god right. i got something for you <laughs> uh so this is gonna this isn't my real number two i'm sliding this i'm gonna slide my number two up into my number one because it was very close with the newsroom and uh, i'm gonna slide in my closest honorable mention and some people may make fun of me for this but it was an MTV show. Bring back fucking punked. Oh, I want to oh, see that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. again. I want to see these weak ass celebrities. I feel like there are celebrities now that would just lose their shit. They couldn't take it. Oh, they couldn't take it. It'd be so fun to watch. Who who would be one of your tops to watch get punked? Donald Trump. 
Ah! <laughs> or what about um, fucking the Trump kids? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. That would be good. Uh, What's-her-face set up a fake press conference for uh, Ivanka. Like, where she, like, just set up a whole fake room where she thinks it's real, that Dude, she's giving some no, talk. I got and... one. Set up a fake charity event for some fucking Republican oh, NRA yeah. bullshit and have them do, like, some big wheel races. Oh, my God. Like, that would be so great. Ridiculous. I feel like someone punked Josh Berlin. He would be too serious. Uh, He would punch someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's that dude? Miles Teller? Yeah. I'd love he to see him. He would be a him. good one. He would be a good one because he would get so fucking heated, I feel yeah. like. And then as soon as you tell him, he would relax. But before he knows, he would be very angry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That would be a good one. I love punk. I did think about putting this on my list. I thought about it. It's, I would definitely put it in my honorable mention. I love that show so much. Even too, but I know he could still do it. He's kind of like a Keanu Reeves. Bring back Ashton Kutcher. I know. That dude's a fucking 28-year-old, 45-year-old. <laughs> so good i um i don't know if you guys listen to dak shepherd's podcast but and i know i've probably mentioned it before but i really love listening to it but he talks about how um he was trying to make it as an actor for years and years and years and he was right about the 10 year mark and he was you know entertaining the idea of giving up and he landed punked and because he was basically like balls to the wall i will do anything yeah yeah to get this role i will do anything to get this spot he killed it on there too killed it he's and so that's good what Shepard it. is hilarious that's what fueled it he he would do anything yeah. ashton would be in his ear and be like oh now do this oh yeah. now do this when he played the cousin of fucking jessica simpson <laughs> living in the trailer on their property and nick lachey is just going out of his mind like he would literally just do anything Ashton told him, and they're just, you know, they're all dying behind. He the was scenes. like the jackass person for punt, like jackass the show yeah. person for punt. Yeah. There, uh, do you guys remember the episode where they punt Good Charlotte? No, I think so. Th- that was an episode that made if if an episode made anyone look bad, they made Good Charlotte look bad because Good Charlotte came off like a just couple of fucking pricks. Really, it was a uh, like. They set up something like they rear-ended this guy and the guy was like bleeding profusely from his head. And he's like, look what you made me do. And the one, like Benji or some shit is like, yeah, fucking shit happens, bro. What are you going to do about it? Or Aww. something like that. And he kept like doing this thing. Like, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Pump face. Yeah, pump like, in his face. And the guy was just like, what is this? What, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> yeah. See, like, I just think things like that, catching people, like, I think that Miles Showing their true like colors. Yeah. There yeah. is this famous uh, story that I don't know if it's true or not, but I mean, there is good evidence for it. Um, they tried pumping, punking the Black Eyed Peas. And there was f- obviously fake cops. And then Black Eyed Peas beat up the fake cops. Whoa. And in one of their lyrics... We punch up cops. No, we don't get punked. So that, which makes me believe it's true. And I guess when the producers ran out, like, no, it's just no, it's just it's a show. It's 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 punked. I think William was like, no, you're getting punked, and they beat up the producers too. I wonder Holy if that's true. Fuck. 
Okay, we're not perpetuating a rumor here. We want to know if it's true. If anybody has done any research, we want to figure out if this is legit. The Black Eyed Peas, if this is true, cred just went up a thousand right? percent in my Same. head. Yeah, where is the love? Yeah. <laughs> Man. We'll, we'll look at that. That's wild. Yeah. But yeah, oh, Punk, slide in there. Great pick. I do miss that show. I love that show. was highly, highly entertaining. I feel like it's another one of those things, too. We need it. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're getting to a generation. That's, People need that's, to get brought yeah. down a little bit. I would absolutely take it because we have a whole new set of like famous people now. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Are, yeah. Yeah. In, in a time where, I mean, at least, I don't know, maybe this is just me and kids these days, but I feel like people don't punk each other as much. It's or not like, light not as, anymore. It's Everything not a roast. is so serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is so serious. I think the best one they got, do you remember when they punked Brandy? And they oh had, like, yeah, and she, she just ran crying. Yeah, do you so remember sad. when they punked Justin Timberlake? Yes, and they said his taxes were all behind, and they started yes. smashing all this shit, and he was so sad sitting on like his front porch. Like, There's another one too. <laughs> where like someone like a tree crashes someone's car or something like that happens, and that person felt so bad. Yeah, it was like property damage yeah. or some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did such a good job at making those, those like, the first couple seasons when nobody knew what was going on. Right. Before they even started releasing these, you know, the actual series. <sighs> it was so believable. Like, they were really good setups, and Dax Shepard fucking nailed it. Yeah, I like Dax. God, he's so good. Go I away, love Dax. Baton. Right, Dax and Kristen Bell, you guys are the cutest goddamn couple they I've are. ever seen in my life. Hashtag fucking couple goals. Yeah, no for kidding. Sure. Uh, where are we at, number two? Yep. Okay, um, yeah, sure shit. You guys better not have this one. Um, Let me look. Brennan Stimpy. Oh, oh, nice. Don't have it. That's a good one. Yeah, though. that's it. I love that show. Um, there's still... Like, I'll, I'll, like Doug won't make me... Doug never made anyone laugh. It was just kind of like a feel-good show. Yeah. Oh, Doug was one of my favorites. And there's animated no, like, shows. like Rugrats was never a laugh-out-loud show, but I, I could watch Ren and Snippy right now, and the shit would still, like make me laugh when yeah. when Stimpy's going through his growth spurt and he's like talking on the phone all the time and like he talks back to Ren and Ren throws like viciously throws a bar of soap in his mouth wash that shit out or something like that Ren and Stimpy was so dark and so weird and so gross it would definitely if it came out today for the first time it would definitely be on Adult Swim totally and it was Adult Swim before there was Adult Swim. It was so... Because it was on SNCC. It was right before... I remember watching the credits for the end of Ren and Stimpy. And it was like, okay, that's when you knew Are You Afraid of the Dark was going to come on. Yeah. Um, I just still have the score of, of the credits in my, my brain. But it was so... We had like a log. It's yeah. log, yeah, log. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salve. Yeah. I think it was Salve. Yeah. <laughs> when he has to wipe his ass... <laughs> <laughs> he's selling a fucking jar of salve and it's like gross and has hair in it not but... only that but it's the, it's the remember the the fucking salesman keeps popping up yeah. over, like he's in the bathroom when he comes out of the sink yep hey buddy yeah yeah but yeah weird um when it's stimpy like what is it that it's like a whole thing of salami that he keeps like babying <laughs> And then Ren hates it, so he like turns them into sausages. Holy <laughs> shit. shit! 
Ah, oh, that was such a good show. It was so dark. Such a it was definitely an adult swim show. Debate me on this if you want. The '90s animation was by far the best. Kids animation. I don't have an argument for that at all. But not only well, it's I agree with you. Our generation. I don't. I, I mean, because I'm not very well versed with today's generation. I, I, I can't. But think about like what we what we're talking yeah. about. We watch like Rocko's Modern, Modern Life, Life. Yeah. Uh, Ah Real he, Monsters, oh, yeah, 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 Rugrats, yeah, uh, uh, Angry Beavers. I'll throw on that too. Oh yeah, yeah. compare that to Cat Dog. Do you remember? I never fucked with Cat Dog. I didn't Did you guys ever watch either. Rocket Power though? Yeah, we fun. do the fucking thing. Yeah, woogie, woogie. Uh, yeah. fucking shooby ass people. That's that's one thing. Like calling people shoobies. Yeah, I is, I, is I like, mean just. The, those are beach people like tourists like when people like locals are surfing and the locals have shoes on they wear shoes shades. in the sand Got it. Yeah. yeah uh i i i believe you know i'm not well versed in what's going on now but i feel like if it was good as what it was i would be you it, know what i mean i feel like it falls into that that what we think is the golden era of like yeah, even MTV because the, the animation wasn't like it wasn't Charlie Brown anymore. It wasn't this like, uh, it was still 2D, but it was starting to get out of that. Even yeah. the Rugrats was starting to do like, you know, whip around camera angles right. and, and weird shit. So it was starting to get a little more dynamic. Oh no, I can't, I can't, I I, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I don't know if we're, we have a nostalgic touch on it. I'm not talking about the animation style. I'm talking about like animated shows. They oh, were the best the at shows. that time yeah, yeah, in yeah. terms of their content, yeah. how they like flow, their little inside jokes. Yeah, like, I, can't, I can't tell if it was just good or I have a nostalgic uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling to it because it the shows like that. Yeah. Like I'd come home from a bad night of playing cards, down like eight hundred, get thirty bucks for the candy from Winco, come over, put on three a.m. like Adult Swim, and just kind of like baby myself asleep. And like that would put, you know. Yeah. See, I wonder if we would put, if we could put like a, an adult, like our parents' age, you know, that grew up in the 70s, 60s, 50s, whatever. And then also uh, either, even a young 20 something, you know, that watched cartoons in the like late, late 90s, early 2000s, and then even into the late 2000s if we put them in a room and plugged them up with all the cartoons that we were watching, all real monsters, Rocko's modern life, Ren and Stimpy. And if they got all those weird, sick innuendo jokes that they plugged into that. Uh, Rocko's the worst. The Rocko was terrible. Yeah. But if they would get it and think they were funny, like we did in that, I feel like we'd be able to maybe like do kind of a controlled experiment. Do you really think it's funny? Is this actually funny? Or is this just, us that grew up with it right because that's my argument like if we saw dumb and dumber today for the first time in our age and then today would that be funny or yeah. is it just because that brings us back to when because I, I was seven when i saw that for the first time wow so it's and that that will always bring back a good time but would it have the same effect and I don't think it would because there's that nostalgia touch there that brings me back to a different time the humor was different right See, but I said when I watch those old cartoons, I'm not watching. There is the nostalgia part of like, oh, I'm like, like Doug would be one of those. For yeah. Me. Mm -hmm. Like I just love this, but 
But there are other ones where I'm watching. I'm like, this is I'm picking up now things that I didn't pick up when I was a kid. Totally. That I don't know that a lot of. I mean, cartoons now might have it, but I don't think Dora the Explorer is going to have a Matt making sex jokes that like are sexual innuendos. Yeah. I feel like. Well, here's the thing. I feel like more children's like in cartoon movies they do a very good balance nowadays of adult jokes with all the kid animation so it's more tolerable for the adults to watch but those are movies those are feature films not regular cartoon series right you know like i don't know if doc mcstuffins is doing sexual innuendos like Rocco's Modern Life was. There you know? the fuck is Doc McStuffins. It's a fucking kid's yeah, it's a cartoon. Thing. I think the worst example is uh, Animaniacs. When there, there's a specific part of Animaniacs when they're like looking for something. Like, we, we're looking for fingerprints. And he looks over, well, who's the girl? Was her name Dot? Yeah. And she's holding prints. And you can't see one of her hands. She's fingering prints. Fing- <laughs> prints fi- the artist? Yes. Oh. Prince the artist. Fingerprints. And like, he's like, no, not. F-. And he cuts himself off. He's like, no, not that. We need to dust for fingerprints. And she's like, oh, shit. And throws him away. It's a quick thing like that. Yeah. Obviously, a five-year-old's not going to pick that shit up. But it's like. Well, maybe it was like a lot, like a, like the end of a generation, like all those rumors about Disney and the animators putting weird little fucking, you know, you can see sex in the dust when the Lion King plops down and all the fucking dicks on the front of the little mermaid, you know, all those weird little sexual things. Maybe it was a class of, of, maybe it was a class of writers and animators and developers that were all like in this kind of fraternity together I feel like it was before the age of if you did that, like, you'd get caught now and you'd be done. Yeah. yeah. Totally. You'd have fucking 100 Twitter things about you, Th- things, 10 Instagrams. This is the time where things didn't go viral. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And people were a little, I think, more lenient in the PC realm. Totally. It was way more loose. Yeah. Way more loose. Uh, that's a That's a great pick i i feel like i'm definitely like being highly supportive of all these choices but they're definitely super nostalgic i totally agree these were great shows um red and sippy was great i'm surprised mine hasn't been called out to my number one well i still have one left there we go i know you still got one left but well, I know okay, what her so we're on, is. we're on number two, and we're bringing it back to what we've been tabling. <laughs> we're going with newsroom. Okay. Um, newsroom. We've talked about this before, and I don't care that we've talked about it before. It's a fucking phenomenal show, phenomenal. and it should have lasted much longer than three seasons. The whole cast is so powerful, so good. I need more Jeff Daniels. Jeff in my Daniels life. is amazing. One yeah. of his best roles, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The, the the opening scene gives me yeah. chills. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. The, the opening monologue and the, yeah. the, the season premiere. That that scene, I feel like, is the hook for everybody that got And I agree. I love that scene, too. But to me, what carried on after that, his confidence in that character that he portrayed, when they did the Rudy scene for him, when they all came in and laid a check down, donating to him, I was freaking crying my eyes out. 
It's so good. Yeah. Jeff Daniels nailed that. Nailed that. And I love seeing him, the juxtaposition of him, like, for me, knowing him in a comedic role first, Mm -hmm. and then seeing him in a very serious role with, like, anxiety and fucking, like, real human issues and, like, relationship problems and trying to be a high-functioning fucking personality that's you know. uh, that's good writing for you though. That's Aaron Sorkin's show. Yeah, right. Aaron yeah. Sorkin. Fucking that's what shout yeah. out. Aaron that's Sorkin. another one. Most of those characters, people nailed uh, it. My number one though, right now, like girl wise, Olivia Munn, Sloan, Sloan uh, Stevens. Oh yeah. yeah, her character's so good. I so love her. Fucking good. Yeah. Death, I don't. Dev Patel's character. Great. Amazing. I don't know their names, but the EP. The exact the chick that's yeah. his love interest. Yeah, yeah. Mackenzie. Yeah. 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 Uh, the old his boss, the bow tie wearing dude, the older guy. Oh, oh. yeah. So what is his name? Funny. Okay, hold on. Chris um, Messina. So Chris Messina plays that guy, uh, who's the boss. Who's oh no 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 no. You're talking about the older guy. Yeah, I'm right? talking about the bow tie. Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Charlie. Yes. 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 Okay. He's like mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about like the guy who's the son yeah, of yeah, Jane yeah. Fonda. Yeah. He's actually. That's BJ Novak. No. No, it's not. Chris Messina. Yes. He recently dyed his hair blonde and he looks yeah. fucking fire. <laughs> Is that the guy you keep posting? Yeah. No, uh, well, there's been two. He was I know you're talking one. about. Yeah. Him. And yeah. the second one was. Uh, uh, oh, Zach Efron. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Chris Messina was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know yeah. what you're talking about now. Uh, all of those characters are amazing, amazing. Even Jane Fonda plays such a wretched bitch. And the way they did it, to where it's like they were telling stories that kind of actually happened. It was just they were, like did it's, actually it's called historical fiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they yeah, because the first episode was about the BP spill. Exactly. And yeah, just every uh, yeah. They did There's the so many stories. <sighs> That have been in the last recent years. When they did the one where they were covering when they got Osama bin Laden. Yeah. That was epic. Yeah. Yeah. Epic. That was a good one. You wanted to believe that that's exactly what was happening behind the scenes. Right. I remember where I was when I found out that Osama had been killed. I was at the Lower Columbia Bowling Alley in Astoria, Oregon. And I was watching it on the shitty tiny little TV and like glued to it. Like, I think... I think we just, guys, I'm pretty sure we just killed Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> God, there's, there's not too many more villains in the in the real world like that anymore. Like, that was the last big one to go. That if, that we know of now. Right. Until the next big thing happens. Right, right, right. <laughs> And the more, the, 9-11 was one of those things that, obviously, it happened. 9-11 was our World War Two. Obviously, it happened. But the longer it goes and the more shit that just comes out, the more I start to question who did it. I just, so Conspiracy the, Right. There, yeah. There's so many, especially with Loose Change and all those documentaries that it's like, when you watch a documentary, because I've seen those, I'm like, how could it not be an inside job? But our older brother brings up a really good point. Bill Clinton couldn't keep a blowjob quiet. There gotta be tens of thousands of working pieces and people knowing information and there is not a single leak like if this was an inside job where there's so many moving parts and so many people involved and everyone has stayed perfectly quiet well see but my argument to that would be who gets in trouble for the blowjob bill clinton right if that gets out who gets in trouble for a cover-up every fucking person involved 
if on a, a cover up of that magnitude, but it would be if, it would be easy to whistleblow that and leave like an Edward Snowden type thing. Yeah, I I would agree, but it, it, I mean, you're ta- you're talking about tens of thousands of people who 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 say this was true have never woke up with a different like change of heart. We're like, oh my god, I need to tell someone. Like they've been steadfast. I'm a patriot. I believe uh, George W. Bush made the right choice. I'm going with this to my grave. But I also think, how many things do we not know about the government that also happened? true. That yeah, like, that's a, that's a definite deep rabbit Roswell. hole. Roswell. Yeah, yeah, that's a what's definite, going on there. That's a rabbit hole that I am not prepared to go down yeah. because I think that there are so many things that we don't know about that we can't even begin to fathom. And I'm not saying it's an inside job. I'm just saying the older I get, the more you yeah. start to question. What the Another fuck weird thing that's like on topic, off topic. There are people that have been born now that weren't alive, like adults that weren't alive when 9-11 happened. Uh, I was reading on Reddit, someone was saying that one of their friends is a teacher and they had their first non-believer this year Whoa. in 9-11. That's wild. Like a kid. Didn't believe it problem. happened. Didn't believe it happened. They're a doubter. Wow. Like like a... Uh, Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. Or moon landing. Moon landing, yeah, that's crazy. The newsroom was so good at fucking documenting every little step that you like. We knew what was going on at those the, these times. Ne- never in my life did I ever like want to work for like be a reporter or anything like that. You watch that, you're like, oh shit, why am I not an EP right now? Yeah, like, they just really wanted to make you like be uh, virtuous and go like report the news yeah. and that was the most important thing like that was just that show was so good it makes the uh chaos look fun too yeah like, absolutely no, normally i mean i've been i'm sure all of us have been in a situation that's chaotic like that where it's just you're going and you're on one and it's like crack you feed the energy yeah you feed off of it and it can be exhausting but the show made it just look so sexy yeah it's so sexy yeah yeah absolutely i that to me was a show that deserved more. Yeah, we got what three seasons. Yeah, and it needs it. It it's one of the we need a we need a news station like that. Right. ACN. Yeah. yeah. Just give me the fucking news. I don't need yeah. your right or left. Don't give me that. Yeah. Just give, just me, give me the, the facts. Truth. That's yeah. it. That's all. That's all everybody wants. Huh. <sighs> It's so rough. Well, you're number two. Derek's number three. My number one. Yeah. First, uh, first time in top that history. Yeah. We've had. Yeah, we've had all three of us. Three, I knew, two, one. I knew a couple hours ago. I knew that this was gonna be the one. I'm cool with that. Well, this is my number two that now is slid up into my number <laughs> one because it was close enough, and I feel like this might be maybe yours as well. I'm covering. No, I'm covering the answer. Oh. I know it's not going to be mine. Mine's mine's going to be, I feel like, less worthy of newsroom, but it's still my number one. But... This show kind of ran its course, but I fucking need it back, and that is Chappelle's show. Oh, that's such that's a, a good, good one. That's not fucking... mine. Yeah, no, that's good. Oh. I disagree. That did not run its course at all. We need well, more I mean, of that shit. Yeah. I meant it ran its course in that he It had gave his us deal. so much. It gave, it gave us, us so much. Yeah. He had he his, didn't... he was over it. He was done with it. He did what he needed to do and got away. But if he could come back again and do that healthy, oh my god, I think it would be hilarious with the times we're in. And the 
I feel like I've heard him talk enough about what he believes in, and I feel like our views somewhat line up. Absolutely. That he would destroy people. He's the best. He's the best at that type of... Sketch comedy. Sketch comedy. His show the, the is The way insane. his brain works yeah. is, is fucking fire. It's so funny. It's so funny, and he hits on very deep... Uh, Deep-rooted social issues. Yeah, issue. Yeah. I, I was gonna say like a, a lot of conflict in yeah. in the messaging. Yeah, but he hits on them so hard and so soft at the same time. It's so, so hard, but it's easy for you to digest. Yes, it's it's a tactful. Yes, and and whether he meant it that way or not, but it's just it's so good. Like like the racism with uh what's his fucking the black Thurgood Jenkins. No, the black KKK guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the black white supremacist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was Gibson something. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. Jenkins is, uh, is that... no, that's another color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what uh, Clayton Bigsby? Clayton, Clayton Bigsby. Bigsby. Yes. I mean, obviously, he's making fun of white supremacy, but he's doing it by being a black guy that's a KKK member. Yeah. And it's just things like that. It's whole and it's the, so smart. The fucking the niggers. Uh, uh, skit. Oh yeah, the, the white, white family yeah, calling yeah, yeah, yeah. watching G- as the milkman. Yeah, yeah. it's the nigger family. <laughs> yeah. God, it's so, so weird good. saying that. Like hard R, right. but that's what. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so funny. Yeah, God, that that's one of my favorite sketches. Is that one? Um, that that is such a a great choice for wanting to have more. Yeah, that, yeah. It, it would. I would love that, and I would take it in open arms. But it would break my heart that I would never get another true Hollywood story from uh, yeah yeah from Charlie Murphy yeah R I P R I P man um, those are my favorite sketches yeah that show is such gold it's absolute comedic gold absolute hands down I mean nobody did it like him before and nobody to me regardless of your key and peel opinions. Nobody to me has held a candle no. to what Dave Chappelle has done. Well, and even beyond just the the fact that his format—I mean, Kim Peel didn't even do this—but he'd have those musical guests come in at the yeah. end that were just so good. Killer Mike, Erica Badu, fucking Common, Common, and Kanye came on. And yeah, then, and then made took that same exact recording and put it on both of their albums, and they had Dave Chappelle. Start the song. Dave Tonight. Chappelle, you can tell, is rich in culture yeah. and he's educated and yeah. he's smart and he's compassionate yes. and he's sensitive and funny and fiery. Like there's all these things and all these emotions that you can tell are that are in that show. He yeah. cares about social injustice. He wants to point out that you can say nigger in this fashion, but you can't say it in the other fashion. You can talk about racism, but once you bring in a black guy talking about, you know, like being a fucking white supremacist, like, is that funny now? You know, like there's so many different ways that he was able to bring in these issues and everybody could laugh at it uh, aside from what the color of your skin was or what your social views were. Yeah. It was smart. It was really smart and rich. His understanding of things and his comprehension of things are... God, he's a funny man. So good. But, what was your favorite sketch? The dice game is a pretty good oh, one. World Series of Dice. Um, Anything with Ashley or Kill. So me. good. 
But I think it is the true Hollywood stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick James. Yeah, Rick yeah, James. That's uh, my favorite. That, um... <laughs> so good. Yes, so good. Had, um... I didn't put my motherfucking feet on yeah. his couch. Yeah, I remember putting my motherfucking feet on his couch. Remember why he did it? Yeah, because then he could buy another one. <laughs> and he had, um... Ah, he had, darkness. He had this ring imprinted in it, and that black head of his for like a week. Charlie Murphy trying to tell me tell you he caught me with some kind of Bruce Lee cross kick. That is absurd. Charlie uh, whoop his ass in my dreams. So on still Dave Chappelle, but a different medium. Half baked. In that movie, I just, they just recently I think put that back on HBO. Yeah, I, I right? watched it. When he's in the car and he's trying to ask out Mary Jane for the first time, yeah. and dude fucking are in the back yeah. seat to sleep with the yeah. kid in. He goes, Do I don't know, maybe you want to go out for some ice cream or something. Oh, oh motherfucker, it's an ice cream. cream. Oh, fucking dork, man. <laughs> I fucking die in Jimber's face. That is prime Jim Brewer. Oh my god. That Jim is Brewer. the character Jim Brewer was made to play. So fucking good. Jim Brewer stand up slays me. He the guy's got a fucking like a rubber band voice. He can do anything. He, he did rock impressions. He's one of those dudes that I know he had his he had a career. He had a very good career, but he's one of those dudes that I'm surprised didn't get bigger than he was. Same. I agree. I agree. I'm a huge Jim Brewer fan. Me too. Always have been. He's hilarious. I love yeah. uh, Jim his my single favorite SNL sketch is the Jim Brewer show. That, or not the, the the Joe Pesci show that he did. <laughs> One that I know that most people didn't like was when he did uh, Goat Boy. Goat Boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. Fucking hey, the remember the eighties? Hey, remember the eighties? <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. So dumb. You fucking had hoop hands. Yeah, he'd be eating everything that fucking came through. (laughs) The fucking PA would come in and give him like a hay bale. Yeah. Like to chew on. A can. Oh my god. (laughs) It's so dumb. It's so so, dumb. Going back to favorite sketches, just I think that the Charlie Murphy is probably my favorite, but the one keeping it real goes wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's really uh, good. You and I both know you sleeping with Jamal. <laughs> it was a wrong number. Fuck that! <laughs> I like bitches playing on my phone. The wrap it up music sketch. Did you just call him bitch? Uh, the, uh, the game show. What was it called? You Know Black People. Oh, or, yeah. Uh, what is a Lucy? Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> How can black people rise up? I don't know. Can they? Yeah. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> oh my yeah. It's so good. It's Sell so drugs. Good. That is correct. What was it? They brought, he brought John Mayer on there too. That, that, that yeah. was gold. John, play, play the fight rip, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I God. love it when they go into the, the barbershop and he starts playing as John Mayer. Yeah, I love that. Nobody hey, yo, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great. They don't respond to John, but Questlove. Right? God. Yeah, yeah this good. that was one and two newsroom and that were That's a were, good that's easy to swap out, yeah. I feel like. Those are neck and neck. Yeah. yeah. I'm, su- I'm very surprised I didn't think of uh the Chappelle show. I right? am too. I thought that would yeah. be on all of yours. That's crazy. Oh, good. Um, this is what I like it though. Yeah. yeah. This is all good. different. Yeah. Um my number one is the office. I'm very surprised to hear you say that. 
I'm a little bit too, but I, I have a question. Well, actually, go go do your thing, Continue. and then I got a question <laughs> okay, for you. Okay, in a perfect world, we're cutting off probably the last two seasons. What what who who are we keeping? Are we keeping Robert California? Yes. Okay. So we're keeping James Spader because he killed that. Um, Michael obviously still needs to be a piece of it. Give me one more season with Michael coming back and kind of like uh, so, uh, somehow everyone has to come back and get one more season of selling paper at Dunder Mifflin. So toss the seasons where Andy's in charge. Oh, of course. Okay. Because those were, yeah, I, I think yeah. everyone who likes the shows in unison, that's when the show was going downhill. When they just pumped in a bunch of rando people, yeah, like Kathy trying to have sex with Jim, like all yeah. these new people. Yeah. But but I'll keep uh, uh, who's the super effeminate uh, um, dude that likes Aaron, the tall Gabe, yeah. Gabe, Gabe. Oh, Gabe. Uh, what I don't know that actor's name. He's fucking hilarious yeah, to me. He's super in Silicon Valley too. Yeah. He, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I know him from. Yeah, yeah. When he dresses Jared. up as Lady Gaga. Oh, uh, for, <laughs> for, Halloween. for Halloween and he's like trying to do a presentation he's like and as you can see by my p- p- poker face <laughs> that our sales are down or uh, like when they have that watch party at his house and Andy eats all the seahorse ashes or whatever it is you guys remember this yeah, and he's I, thrown up in the toilet and Gabe is like oh let me go get my synthesizer yeah I call this sunrise on the moon yeah, and he's like playing him beautiful. shit. It's beautiful. Why? And he's throwing up. He's playing him shit on his fucking keyboard. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. It's. Uh, so you would want original cast? Oh, absolutely. This isn't like a reboot. Yeah. Yeah. No. Give me one more season, or just give me the good, thorough episodes. Because every every season they did a Christmas episode, they did a Valentine's episode, Halloween episode. Yeah, and a Halloween episode. Give me those three and three rando ones. Um, okay. And no heavy shit like uh, relationship problems or anything like that. Just give me some good shtick. Like they get into a problem, and they need to fucking dig themselves out. Um, absolutely. This is if I could have anything come back, it would be this. Um, I've said this before. The, the, Michael Scott's character is so well written oh, so that it's 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 an place of pop culture in today's world where you would see something or you would hear something and in real life you'd say oh that is such a michael scott thing to say or something like that it's so that, that character is so um it's in its established own. yeah that it's there there's gonna be nothing that's gonna top that it's you you couldn't it's very that. unique top that. It hashtag is. top that yeah so I mean, oh, that's the name of the movie. They said the movie. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> but just I mean, I would love just give me the two to four lines you get from Meredith that are just sleazy as fuck. The one Meredith. or two from Creed. Yeah, just the one good deadpan the, line from Creed. The fucking bitchiness from Phyllis. Yeah, like, oh Phyllis. I fucking love Phyllis. Bob Vance. Close your Bob mouth, Vance. honey. You look like a trout. <laughs> yeah. when, she's, when she's talking about how she was worried about uh, Bob's receptionist cheating on her, she says it, and then like within three seconds, Dwight's getting down to talk to her, and she's laughing, and he's like, what are you laughing about? Like, Just the thought of Bob cheating on me. <laughs> like, I can't believe I so thought confident. he actually... Yeah. yeah. So good. That show was great. Um, yeah, just g- give me... Give you me, just want, you want one last hurrah. 
I and I do it, and I think when that hurrahs over, I'm gonna want another one, and then another one. It yeah. just it was too good. Yeah. I can't watch the last episode. I have to stop it. it yeah, it makes that's, me feel weird. That makes weird. me like depressed. I did that too. I got I watched the thing like, and I got done with it a couple months ago. I watched and I got to the second last episode. I can't do it. I, I to... never actually watched the last couple seasons. You're not missing the not, last episode. The I watched the last one where Michael leaves, and that one was sad for me. The last oh, one, the last so episode, sad. it like it makes me almost feel depressed inside. Yeah. I don't know why. That's what it we were is. talking about. This the very start of this cast was you get uh you start mourning those shows. Yeah, that's a yeah. perfect example. Uh, Michael comes back. Like Dwight gets married to Angela, and Michael comes back. Jim's supposed to be his best man, and he doesn't know that Michael's coming. And Michael comes in, and Jim's like, "Hey, I got to do something. I got to step down from best man. I'm really sorry, but I read like some you know German law that I can't be younger than you." He's like, "Jim, no, what?" Eh. He's like, yeah, so I can't do it. And he turns around and Michael's standing there and they both like start crying. Aww. And Dwight says something about like, I can't he goes, can. Yeah, and she, he goes, that's what she said. <laughs> and that's the only line Michael has in the yeah. entire episode. It's just, oh, it's a heart wrencher. They all meet back in the office afterwards. But it's, it's weird because the, like the whole last season is them playing off the fact and realizing like, yeah, the documentary is almost done. Yeah, it like breaks the fourth wall a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So like, yeah, well, that the the last the the episode that I watched where Michael leaves, they break the fourth wall. He he like takes his yeah. mic off. And, oh yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, I don't know if you guys are gonna use this, and yeah. you know, he starts talking to them, and then later on, you see Pam hit. And you, you don't hear what they say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and you for you you get brought back to like, oh yeah, this is like a show quote unquote yeah. yeah that they're filming and not the one that we're watching yeah it's such a good show it's a great show i'd love it i'd be so nervous they'd ruin it even more i, I just don't know if they could get away with the same shit they went they couldn't the reason why i checked out of it was because they started going off so far i was like i don't want to i didn't even want to go there with that like after michael left i was like ah, i don't know there's there's some good and ones I, after and i know and i i've heard that from multiple people but it just i didn't i haven't gone there yet and i i know i will eventually but i just didn't i wanted to keep it pure i wanted michael scott to be the one all the people they bring in to interview are gold it's will ferrell jim carrey, jim carrey uh will arnett ray romano ray romano uh wow. will ferrell ends up getting the job what is his name? D'Angelo? D'Angelo Vickers. Vickers. Yeah. And he's such a little cheese dick. I <laughs> so good though. It's so good. Oh man. It's uh, so Robert California ends up um, sabotage like on the way down from his interview is Ray Romano going up and Ray Romano says something like, Hey, you just, uh, you just interview. And like, uh, Rob California's like, yeah, this place is awful. Like, sabotage. I would he's never like, want to work here. He's like, like, oh, fuck. And Ray Romano just goes up and, like, immediately like, pops open his briefcase and there's a sandwich in there and he starts eating it. And, like, <laughs> he's taking it, like, really relaxed. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, had so, time. basically, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. I mean, you just, you meet a couple jerkwads and just, and, like, Jim and Dwight and, like, Toby, Toby are on the other side of the panel. Like, sir, if we've said something to, like, offend you, please tell us please please so we can apologize and he's like it goes to the confessional view yeah, he's of like, ray romano wait, he goes, wait a minute you guys the guy down oh shit he's like these guys aren't assholes at all yeah 
oh my god and like he goes back he, he like puts his sandwich down and like starts talking normally it's great i gotta check it out and jim carrey's so fucking weird uh keeps talking about the finger lakes yeah as long as it doesn't interrupt i mean my family up at the finger lakes love it uh brandon what's your number one my number one is i feel like i've definitely been lingering in this mtv world i'm not an mtv girl so don't fucking call me that all right what the hell is that wild skank <laughs> yeah. uh my number one is the show making the video nate did you ever watch this yeah i feel like it did Derek, you've obviously it's behind the scenes right? of music yeah. videos right so making the video was they would go all the way behind the scenes when music videos were like obviously the huge fucking thing yeah. and it was you would wait for your favorite artist to come out with their next video and like the directors of videos were fucking huge like they were super popular we knew who they were making the video would start from the beginning to the end we're doing uh britney spears oops i did it again and she would be on set the first day, like getting up early, doing makeup. We're doing a scene. She'd do a little dance cut, whatever. And they do a little behind the scenes and goofing off and whatever. And it would go through the whole thing. And then finally, at the very end, it would go MTV world premiere. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then they would play the video from the its whole finished product. I love that show so much i did too oh my god and i would fucking love it for it to be back i love music videos the part i music videos in general i feel like they're not as i mean people still do them but it's like they're not again, as, nobody, they're on youtube yeah um the part of that show that i loved was the world premiere yeah. I don't know why I felt so cool if you're like, oh shit, here we go. No, the first I time literally, I remember being like, it's on! <laughs> like, like, and you see the bits the and pieces and you're like, oh shit, what is this? Yep. What is this You video? see it all come together. Yeah. yeah, and then you're like, oh shit! Uh, I remember when they were shooting that. Uh, favorite music video? Oops, I Did It Again for sure was so good. Britney Spears was was in her it was like the not before she like crested right she was but, on her way up but so far high already yeah, yeah. She, she had already it was way past baby one more time yeah it was her second album I she think. was mid, the, the rocket was in the air totally oh, and hit me baby one more time when she's in the catholic school really that was her first hit Ugh. so that was she first came out on scene but oops i did it again was like i think Red her jumpsuit. second yeah 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 her second um uh album release and that album was so dope and her choreography and the outfit she had and everything the fucking was, alien landscape yes mm-hmm. it was so awesome and to get those like behind the scenes of how they're doing all of this stuff and how yeah. they put it all together and then to see the final product oops i did it again was definitely high on my list um, I loved watching In Sync when they did their videos. Mm. They were always really Those good. Awesome. Bye 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 was yeah. great. Um, it's gonna be me was really good. Um, uh, it's gonna be May. Come it's on, gonna, it's gonna be May. Um, I loved that. I loved every part of it. Yeah. It, the, the creative, the behind the scenes, the final product. All I think, of it. I think mid to late nineties, early two thousands was the the good heyday for music videos. Do you guys know how long this show was on? What? 
It was. It ran for 14 seasons. Wow. And ran up till 2012. I was thinking that it was going to be like a surprisingly short time. The last one was season 14, episode 3, and it was T-Pain. Wow. Holy shit. What did you say? 2012? 2012. There were only three episodes in 2012. Weird. And it was T-Pain. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't know what song it was. Did you guys have Did you have a favorite? I'm trying to think. It's uh, when I was a freshman. Uh, that's when Sean Paul was huge. Yeah. And uh, Give Me the Light was a sick video. Get Busy came out, oh, and that nice. was that just rocked every school dance. That's did they do it? Uh, making the video shit. for that? I don't know. I'm talking about just overall like music just videos video. in general. Yeah. And I remember that was like it was like a basement uh, dance. Oh, totally. Party. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. where Get Busy was. Yeah. Um, and that was the. Just obviously, we're all huge rap fans, but like that was the era where like everyone was wearing triple X clothes, and yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just kind of like tall tees. Nate, I feel like has a fucking nugget of information right now. Just a little bit. I'm just surprised. Season one of this show, the people that were on here. List them. This is 97. This is when season 90... I can't wait to hear this. Ep- season 1, episode 1. Millie Vanilli. Not What? Season 1, episode 1, Millie Vanilli. 97? August 17th, 1997. Season 1, episode 2, MC Hammer. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna rapid fire these. Boy George... Fleetwood Mac, Leonard Skinnerd, Billy Joel, Lilith, Lilith Fair, The Carpenters, Sonny Bono. This can't be true. These are not making the video. Oh, fuck. I'm behind the music. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure one of Millie Vanilli had already been dead by 97. I was like, what the fuck? No way. You were really spinning me out there. <laughs> I was spinning myself out. I was like, Sonny Bono? What music Wait, videos are you making? 97? All right, well, it ran for 12 seasons. All and right. it did last until 2012. All right, well, sorry for throwing everybody off. Do there. you have the first season? Uh, I do. You want me to run through yes, them real quick? I would love to hear it. Season one, episode one, 98 Degrees. Does it say which video? I do. Nice. Great song. <laughs> Britney Spears, number two. You Drive Me, parenthesis. Oh, crazy. crazy. <laughs> that was with uh, Melissa Joan Hart, who used to play Clarissa Explains It All. LL Cool J, Deep as Blue Is. Oh, I don't know that song. Jordan Knight, I Can Never <gasps> Take the Place of Your Man. Oh, I don't know that one. I was thinking it was Give It To You. Uh, Jewel Jupiter. And then they stopped telling you what they were. Jay-Z, Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Chris Cornell. Aw, uh, R.I.P. Puff Daddy. I remember Puff Daddy's. Was, oh, Blink-182. I remember theirs was good, too. The Offspring. That's another. Ooh, Red Hot Chili Peppers on my birthday. Hell yeah. Enrique Iglesias. Oh, that. I'm, Hero, probably. I think it was. Yeah, I remember that. With Anna yeah, Kornikova. Yeah, Kornikova. Yeah. Yes, it was that one. They're I remember, a hot couple. Oh, Anna Kornikova is so good looking. 
He's good looking too. After he got rid of that thing on his face. Here's a quarter. <laughs> Go downtown and hire a rat to gnaw that thing off your face. Oh my god. Anybody know what that's from? Uh remind me. Uncle Buck. Ah. That was just on TV the other day. I fucking loved making the video. Yeah. It was so good. Hype have... Williams was like a huge fucking video director. You've that... had a lot that I would not have I would have never put this on my list, but now that you're talking about it, I'm like, God damn. You wanna I watch it, right? That. Yeah. There so, were a lot of MTV shows that I would watch again. So I'd watch good. uh Diary or yep. whatever you call it. I love Diary. True Life. Yeah, True Life, True Life. was great. True Life got well, there were some weird ones too. Those were yeah. awesome. Uh Cribs. Cribs was so good. Yeah. When uh, Cribs first came out. I loved when they did, did Cribs where the first half of the episode would be someone that's got a dope ass house, fucking rich. And then you go to like some 41s where they live in an apartment, but they like knock the walls down to like. Red Man, his Cribs yeah. episode is famous because he was like, my fucking couch is falling apart. Let's check this out. Like, yeah. He's like, this is my couch I've had since 1992. You know, like. So good. So good. And it was before, like, it was right on the edge of when everybody got super fucking bougie mm-hmm. in, in, like, out of the realm of reality. It was still, like, even though they had five-car garage, it was, it seemed attainable for some reason still. Like, yeah, because they were still, they acted like. It was still like, their home. Yeah. They acted like they really didn't, they were like, dude, look at this, I got a fucking five-car garage, right? are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah, and even if it was like Gene Simmons from Kiss or Ozzy Osbourne who had houses that were bananas. Yeah. Like, so far out of our reach, you were still like, this is their house. Because they acted so normal on that show for some reason. They let you into like a piece of their domain. Yeah. And it opened them up in ways that I don't think they normally did. Totally. I love that. Cribs is such a good show. I was so much fun too. Pit My Ride sucked. Pit My Ride used to be good. Like the well, first well, season was good. Yeah, there are. You know, they didn't do anything structurally to the totally. Car. Yeah. yeah, it was all visual. It was all shitty. Put a and fucking it, smoothie machine in the backseat. Yeah, of fucking who's gonna use that? Yeah, <laughs> Ford Pinto. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Towards the the, I think the like late like two thousand seven, eight, nine, ten years. There were some really shitty uh, TV shows on MTV. Yeah, absolutely. All, the dating ones were yeah. all pretty bad. Like Next. I hated that. Uh, show. There was a kid from my high school that was on Next. They used San to. San Diego just popping out reality stars. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> pretty close to LA, so. They did a lot of recruiting at uh, Andrews College, Loyola Marymount, like around that area. So you knew a lot of people that. Andrew went to LMU. So Who's a hot shot now? Who knows all these people? Yeah. <laughs> um. You guys got honorable mentions. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, Maniac was one of them. I want Saved by the Bell, but I want it in a real world, like, like. Since I want, I want all six original characters to come back, but I want them grown up. But I want them still to be in character. So I want grown up Zach Morris. Still scheming. Still scheming, but does I he have a job or does he own? But I also <laughs> want Screech to be real Screech, like Dustin Diamond, and I want the five of them to hate him. Like that's the asshole in the house. Yeah. So you want? 
Saved by the Bell of if, as if time didn't stop, and it's just their lives. But like they're now. pretty much yeah. like AC like Slater. Grew up. Pretty much. That'd be into that. AC Slater some of them still grew up super some of them sex, didn't. like sexist. Yeah, and he doesn't survive the Me Too. Movement. Still calls him preppy. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's just really cracked out. It's just a dark humor yeah, dramedy. Seriously, Jesse's fucking got a drug problem. Kelly Kapowski's fucking still got an eating disorder. Yeah, um, yeah that's I don't. When I say that out loud, it's kind of like impractical. Yeah, I don't know. That's well, kinda, just, I was, it kind of makes. I was kind of into it. Kind of makes you really reflect on their true like personality struggles. Well, <laughs> AC Slater isn't he doing well? You guys see that? Yeah, I know he's great. Mario uh, Lopez, yeah, yeah. extra. Um, he's doing good. There, there's like a funnier die like series going around on Facebook. It's called Zach Morris is a piece of shit. I fucking love that. Yeah, it's so perfect. It's so too. good. It's so true too. Yeah, he's a bastard. Um, and my other one I had was in Living Color. It's that's part of my. Oh, I have up. a lot of them. I thought you always have a ton of uh, runner-ups and stuff. What do you got, Nate? And I had never have any. I don't have any. <laughs> uh, this one is still running, but The Daily Show with John Stewart. Yeah. I, I need more of that. I mean, do you like Trevor Noah? I do. I don't think he's bad. Yeah. I just don't think whoever was going to be in there, you're not touching him. Yeah. John Stewart That's a made lot that show. Yeah. There were people before John Stewart that were good. Yeah. Trevor Noah is doing a great job. I think he's funny, and I think he, but you know, John Stewart John made Stewart that show what cake. it was. He was incredible at it. Do you think that um, that the that show is similar to like like the Tonight Show, where like some people have, you know, like their favorite guests, like or hosts, like Johnny Carson or Jay Leno or you know Conan for a certain time or maybe yeah, Jimmy. I don't know. It, it's hard for me to believe that some people think Trevor Noah is better than John Stewart. Or yeah. That I feel like the majority of people would agree that Jon Stewart is the, the king of that. Not the OG, but the one that put that show on the map to where it was more of a like common. Yeah. I agree that he it. definitely put it on the map. Jon Stewart definitely made it way more well. He was just his delivery and how he his views on things that even though he was a little left leaning, he still was open to ideas and discussions with very right-wing people and had those discussions in a very civilized and in controlled manner he brought politics to our generation to mainstream yeah in a very digestible way yes in a very uh common manner yeah the thing i liked about him the most is it's easy especially in today's world especially uh with someone like trump who kind of like gives the other side a layup just to fucking tee off on him. John Stewart never did that. He 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 kept couth and he kept tact. Yeah, for the most part. And he also did that. He had this way of. There are times that I'm sure every no matter what side you're on, politics especially where you just are in your head screaming, "What the fuck is going on?" And he had those moments where he had outbursts of that. Holy fucking shit! But then he came back around and ended it not in that crazy out there manner, but the you know what we are going through this, but we're in this together. It's and controlled. he he brought back this sense of hope, almost of yeah, we're going through this, but 
we still got this going on and yeah. we still got this. We're going to get through it type thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, especially in our times right now where it's getting we wild. We need John Stewart more than we ever did. Yeah. I don't care what side you're on. You can't look at what's going on right now. I can't go. This is fucking nuts. Yeah. Where things are going wild. Yeah. So that's that one. <laughs> Here's another. Let's get another one. Uh, American Gladiators. I, I know they tried to bring it back, but like, bring it back the way it used to be. I thought about this one totally, and I definitely thought about uh, Nickelodeon Guts. Oh, Global Guts. Guts. Is that on there? <laughs> 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 oh, so Guts shit. Is also on there. Can I add one? Yeah. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. yeah. An updated Legends of the yeah. Hidden Temple. Hashtag motherfucking purple parrots. Everybody asks. Oh. Hashtag pur- or silver snakes. You That's bitch. what I was going to say. <laughs> hey, um, hey, and if you're a green... I called it. <laughs> and if you're a green monkey, you can get the fuck out. Yeah. Fuck you, green monkeys. Yeah. Green monkeys suck. Uh, I'm sure I can... I'm going to go Google right now and find me a purple parrot shirt. Uh, I don't necessarily want this one back. This one, I, I'm kind of on the fence, like The Office. Like, I want it. I want to see more of it, but at the same time, I'd be scared if they brought it back. Seinfeld. Seinfeld ended so. It's to me, it's my favorite show that's ever been. I think it's perfect. I think it ended perfectly the way they did it. But I would love more of it. Yeah, it's such a that show is so thoroughly entertaining. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. It will never get old for me. I think I've seen every episode. This was one of the shows that. My parents didn't let me watch some episodes that started talking about sex. But this was one of the shows that they let me watch that was appropriate enough to where... And it's, it's so funny that they let you watch that because to me it's such adult humor. Like, it's adult issues and adult problems. And I don't know what it was. Real life. I... It, it was my childhood. Like, that's what I... This is what I watched yeah. almost every day. And God, it's just so funny to me. The characters are fantastic. It's great. It's a great show. But I feel like if they brought it back, it'd ruin everything. Yeah. Um, Side note, glad that Elaine's doing good. She looks good. She do. (laughs) Uh, Another MTV show that we've talked about before. CDM. Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then my final one is Futurama. Uh, Futurama's made my list. And um, Futurama is a fantastic show. It's a great show. Um someone just had a thread on reddit the other day about uh the number of sad episodes yeah i've seen those before it's there there was one that killed me um and it's i think it's called game of tones it's when it's when he does uh leela in the later seasons leela has that little pet that can talk Mm -hmm. and he does something Fried does something huge for him. And he's like, I'm going to pay you back one way, I promise. And uh, he has a uh, Fry has a dream. And in his dream, he's talking next to his mom. And he's like, This, how are you doing this? I mean, like, this is my dream. She's not going to remember any of this. And in the dream, he's like, Oh, and the 2002 Rose Bowl score is whatever. He's like, Wait a minute. I got frozen in 2000. This isn't... How am I... How, how do I remember this? And he's like, this isn't your dream. It's your mom's dream. I promised you I would uh, do this for you. Make it count. Like, he was able to put... His, Him in a memory with and, his mom. And his mom. And she's like... And, like, she turns over from the radio. She's like, Fry, I miss, I miss you so much. 
And she's like, he's like, Mom, I have so much to tell you. And then she's like, I have so much to tell you too. And they both don't say shit and they just hug. And then like, yeah, that one said. I'm pretty sure what happens is, what's that little thing? It's like gimlet or something. Something like that. Uh, he puts, yeah, he puts Fry in his. So he takes Fry back in time and puts him in his mom's dream because Fry gets frozen and never gets to say goodbye to his mom. So he's yeah. able to like communicate with her. With yeah. yeah, that's really sad. And they both like, I have so much to tell you. She's like, I have so much to tell you too. And they just like they use the time just to hug. And then, like, the last fading memory of the episode is the mom waking up and just kind of looking at Fry's picture. And, and like... And smiling. Yeah, smiling. And, like, go to sleep. So it's... They had a bunch of those. I was and, never a Simpsons kid either, and I love Futurama. Yeah. yeah. Futurama is great. It's fantastic. It. Matt? Groaning. Groaning. Yeah. Whew. So good. You can write some good stuff. The cool thing about that is Futurama's been canceled and redone like three or four times. So there's f- like four different finales. Yeah. Nice. So it's that's uh, a, yeah, that's a great runner-up. I wouldn't be surprised if they got another run at it, Futurama, just because it's. How long is that series been running? It's like eight, good nine, wow. or ten episodes. Uh, He's got that seasons. disenchantment thing now, yeah. though. On What's Netflix. That? So oh, Netflix. the new series. Yeah, yeah. Matt Groening. Yeah. I haven't watched that yet. Me either. It's pretty good it's not as in my opinion not as good as futurama or the simpsons yeah but it's entertaining a show that i thought about that i really liked and was disappointed that it ended but i'm not really upset i could still keep watching it though if they continued it was uh sons of anarchy i loved the first two seasons and fell off real hard really yeah i was hooked from the that that's a sh- there are not many shows that I was hooked on the very first episode, and that one was definitely one of them. I was hooked immediately, and I could not stop watching. Katie Seagal's fucking role in that as the mother. Yeah. She ended up winning an Emmy for that role. Did she? As she should. Oh, Good for her. She absolutely deserved it. Yeah. Unreal. Peg I, Bundy. I haven't got into the show. Like, nailed it. Like you have. I've only seen the first. I've tried to get into it like five times. I've seen the first three or four episodes like five times. I loved it. I loved all of it. And they start going into all these crazy, weird fucking, you know, they go Irish drug cartel. They fucking get in with the Mayans, which then they the get their own cool. spinoff. Yeah. yeah. It, to me, was so entertaining. I love me some Ron Perlman. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah. That's who played... Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were talking about this earlier. Uh, Jax is a badass. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love him so much. I don't want to cut you out, but we're going into Rogan territory here. We're at two and a half hours. All right. Yeah, it's a long one. Uh, Just to end it, Futurama ran for only seven seasons, but it ran from 1999. The seventh season was 2013. Nice. It was that far away already? It's already been five years since the last one? Yeah. Um, But yeah, God, they're. 26 episodes in that season too um we i i know there's a bunch left on the table so um, i really i did not think that we would go this long on this episode i enjoyed it because it definitely jarred my memory for a lot of things that i wasn't really thinking about even in my own picks like yeah. i want to go fucking watch some jock rock and jock fucking episodes now let's go fucking let's go let's go to the living room and watch stroker and boob and beyond belief <laughs> All right, we'll uh, shit, great uh, episode, guys. I yeah. hope you liked it. We're we're. I feel like we're going longer on some of these, but That's I hope that right. doesn't bother you. Hope right. it just gives you, you know more. Who, who hey, else I hope likes it is Larry Weir. Larry, Larry. God damn it, I yeah. love you, Larry. Hey, if you're listening, hit the hit that subscribe button. 
Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. We'll Love see you soon, you. guys. Let's go fucking watch it. Top that! Woo! Top that!